Welcome to another edition of Oh No Not Them, the show where formats don't matter. There is no plan. And it's all bullshit anyway. Come along for the ride. Here are your hosts, Eric, Jim, and Bill. Yeah, it wasn't a bad weekend overall, I gotta say. Uh, no, the show was the show was amazing. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> the lead up was pretty fun too. Yeah, yeah. Driving there was was a good time. I mean, you missing the turn again, so he could, couldn't find the Wendy's. Couldn't find the Wendy's. Could not find the Wendy's. Yeah, well. And so I said, well, and and of course I could I could feel the burn just like <laughs> I did before. It's the Waffle House all over again. And it's like, ah, fuck it, we're going to Five Guys. Where's Five Guys? Where's Five Guys? And there's my son in the back seat. It's that building up ahead that says Five Guys on it. Yeah. And I hear, don't you start. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely your freaking kid. Yeah. Oh, I love <clears throat> but I love we had a we had a really good time at the show. Um, all in all, I got to say, Outbreak Wrestling did a fantastic job. And that building has so much history in it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's where was it? The Hamburg Fieldhouse. Okay, that's where the WWF. Okay, yeah. When Vince Senior still was alive and owned the company, that's where they taped all their TV. Well, no shit. Before Vince Junior moved everything to the Allentown Fairgrounds, Hag Hall. Okay. There's so much. If I look somewhere in my attic, I got pictures from back in the day at Hamburg Fieldhouse. Wow. With Jesse the Body Ventura, Ivan Putski. Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan when he was a bad guy. Jeez. But yeah, a, a really solid card. Yeah, and it was, a, I mean, there wasn't any, I don't remember there being any trash bags on it. No. 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 Um, the, the Even even the opening match was good. Yep. Yeah, they had a, a dark match, uh-huh. which I was questioning why they called it a dark match, because we're not on TV. Uh, well, that's why. <laughs> they they, they, they might have gone to YouTube. I don't know. Oh, it might have been yeah, live on YouTube. Maybe. But even that match, and the poor wrestler, he split his pants. Oh, and, and, we, were, and we were ragging on him. Though. Everybody was. But no, we were ragging on him before he split his pants. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, we were having a great time. Because he was billed at 137 pounds or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Skinny dude. Oh. He was a good worker, though. He was oh, good. Yeah. His manager was fun. His manager and I were jawing back yeah. and forth the whole match. <laughs> but, I mean, the minute he hit any ropes, the red marks on his arms. Yes. And back. <laughs> well, it was just solid red. <laughs> and, then, and then he's wrestling a dude in a mask. So I immediately switched on the dude and on, the, on that and started targeting the dude in the mask. Yeah. And like, but before that, I say to his manager, come on, dude, you really think he's got a chance? He weighs 17 pounds. <laughs> and the manager's like, it's 18 pounds. Get it right. Yeah. They, yeah. They, every, they were, oh, some of the people were actually kind of giving it back to us, which was, that's always fun when they realize what's going on. Yeah. yeah. And there were some, oh, there were some awesome characters in there. Um. Yeah, uh, Mr. High Flyer or something like that. Or oh, the one that the one that, we saw him in the parking lot beforehand. Oh, yeah, God. and the front end of his car was demolished. <laughs> yeah, but he, but he looked like a road sign. Yeah, I, I I was gonna get my reflective vest out. I was gonna get my safety now, vest and wear it. Now the... I'm now I'm serious about him though. With a name like Mr. High Flyer, that 450 splash should have been better. Well, not only that, there, that was the only high flying move. He did. The, 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 I'm expecting jumping off the yeah, top yeah, rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm expecting flips. I'm expecting all, but 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 for a hot dog and a handshake, I don't know yeah. if I'm going all out either. <laughs> the, the, the hairy fella. Oh, he was great. Oh my god, that guy was awesome. He was, and he played it back 
Like I went, I went up to his gimmick yeah. table afterwards and started talking to him, and he like I kept it, I kept kayfabing with him. Yeah, and he appreciated it. You know, oh god, it looked like he was wearing a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> Like George's Animal Steel. Oh my God! See, the the perfect thing is if you would have if you would have crossed Aiden English when he still had the long hair. Yeah. And George the Animal Steel, you've got this guy. Oh my God! But he was good. He was really good. And then our good our friend Andy Heater. Yep. Wrestled a guy that I'm a huge <laughs> fan of. Delirious. Was this the guy you took a picture of? Yes. With, yeah. See, I then like. I got delirious to freaking like because all his promos are gibberish. He do, he does not speak English in his promos, right? Okay, it's just <laughs> stuff like that. So I I I start jawing with him at ringside because we had front row seats. Yeah, I, I saw. <laughs> I start jawing with delirious at ringside, right? While he's in the ring, and he's jawing back with me, and this goes on for a good twenty seconds. And that was the match right before intermission. Uh-huh. So the next match is coming to the ring. I quick go over to Delirious's gimmick table, and I keep it going with him in, in yeah, kayfabe. Yeah. yeah. You know, I keep, and he throws it back at me. Ring of honor, long time. Good guy, good guy. And oh, ring of honor, yeah, gives me the fist Is that bump. where he's from? Yep. He was the trainer at ring of honor school for a lot of years, and he was the head booker for ring of honor for a lot of years. Oh, wow. Uh, Hunter Johnston is his real name, but he uh, his character is delirious. Yeah, and he's fantastic. And him and Andy had a great match. Oh yeah, but uh, like so, I take the picture with him. I take the picture with delirious. He's like, thanks for keeping it going. <laughs> <laughs> he, he 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 broke kayfabe, but kept yeah, yeah, it on yeah, the yeah, down yeah, low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then um, super cool guy. There was the uh, the heavy set Philly guy. Yeah. Oh, that was. Yeah, he had all these Phillies tattoos and all that. He looked like a tank. He he had big hoss written yeah. on his... Yeah, hoss of hosses. Hoss, and, of course, I, I more or less oh. say loud enough as he's losing, see, Philly can't close. Right. Oh. <laughs> and the best part is that that, that chapter Ryan's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and some people behind us, yeah. they weren't too happy when Philly can't close. Well, but, well, dude, dude, the dude... Probably weighed as much as you do. Uh huh. And was my height. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. a little meatball. Yeah. yeah. I thought. And I thought he busted his mouth open. <laughs> no, that's a mouth guard. No, he got a mouth guard in. Yeah. <laughs> but he had a red mouth guard, and you know he's, uh, you know, I think he's a Hispanic fella. Uh huh. Right, covered in tattoos, mm. bleach blonde, uh, buzz cut, you know, bleach blonde, fucking, um, flat top. Yeah, yeah. Good show though, really good show. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. and for the price, you can't beat it. No, for the price. I mean, it was it was the. I wanted to take Ryan to an indie show, and I w- took him for the Veterans Day. Yeah, and it was. But I after the dismal show we had at the Soka Hall down here, I needed to take Ryan to a decent indie show. I want you to see why I love this so much. The Sokol Hall had a freaking wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Uh. The, the, the ring was a foot off the ground. And, and, the one guy, and the one guy they brought out, he was blown up from the stage where they came out. By the time he got to the ring, he was already huffing and puffing. Come yeah. on. Yeah. It, it honestly was 
It was one of the worst shows. And I'm not even, not one of, it was the worst show I've ever seen. And I was embarrassed to be there. I was embarrassed. You know, I would, I, I'm kind of disappointed in Ed House, though. Why? Ed should have waffled that guy. He's playing a face now, which is weird. Ah. I found the episode he was in, and Triple H did have a shaved head. Yeah. And it was like March 19th of in the 20-something because YouTube cut off the, the year. Yeah. But I, I watched it. I was like, okay, this went a little bit different than I remember it. But, yeah. But Ed was pretty jacked in that one. He's, yeah. He's, uh, I mean, Ed's a big boy. He is. I wish he would have just waffled him and just ripped off or something. Had, like, the milkshake gimmick again. Yeah. The, ti- the title match uh, on Saturday was pretty good. I'm trying to remember which well, one. Well, the, the, the heavyweight title match, because there was a few title matches. The, the main event. I'm trying to remember who was in that. Um, E.N. Bush was oh, the one yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. No, and, uh, Eaton Bush. No, E.N., E.N. Yeah, there was, there was, there was so and many title Matt matches. And then Matt Quay. That's right. Yeah, and Matt, and Matt Quay. It was, it was the, they both look kind of, they're about the same build. Pretty much, it was it was so hard to tell who was the face and the heels sometimes. Yeah, it was it was a it was a good match though. But uh, Ian Bush using the pedigree, come on, dude, do better. <laughs> That's well, the, it's it's actually uh, what an underhook face slam. I mean, these things have names. Well, he called it a pedigree. Yeah, I, well, I know he called it the pedigree, but it wasn't always called the rock wasn't bottom. That from the, it was a collar tie slam wasn't that from the British Bulldogs. No, 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 no. The pedigree is Triple H's finish. Oh. Yeah, not pedigree dog food. Pedigree well, see, is, a, is a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. But nice. yeah, we had we had a really good time. We had a really good time, and uh, Outbreak is g- no longer Outbreak. <laughs> they are now uh, AXW, mm-hmm. American oh. Excellence Wrestling. And it was really cool. Kevin Kelly, who used to be an announcer for WWE, mm-hmm. he was the one that The Rock called a fat hermaphrodite. Okay. Okay. Um. And that's why I was yelling, shut your mouth, Hermie. I know I got it. <laughs> oh, boy. But uh, Kevin Kelly is actually now has a stake in AXW. He is currently a an announcer for the American broadcasts of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh-huh. And that's why David Finley was there. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Kevin Kelly was there, and they announced that they're doing this thing now. And they returned to the historic Hamburg Fieldhouse in january it's gonna be i I, i'm looking at i'm looking at going uh for and i looked at the i looked up the tickets already front row seats are 20 bucks yep you cannot beat it yeah you can't beat it now it it was fun to be in front row but next time i'm not sitting next to you know i I don't want to be next to people (laughs) so we'll buy the whole row you know i may as well just buy an extra seat just so i have a buffer there yeah yeah. As soon as we got that, well, the seats are so close together. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, I pretty much made everybody, just, everybody move your seats down a little bit. Yeah. Come on. It's just- there was one seat to my right, and that was the end of the row, right? So I pushed that down. I moved down a little bit. Ryan squats, uh, shoots yeah. down a little bit. Bill shoots down a little bit. And Bill had a couple of Hamburg's finest mm-hmm. on his left. Yep. Uh, a couple of girls from Hamburg, you know. Well, I think probably from Hamburg. They look like hamburgers, all right. Uh, no, no, they did not. They, look, the one you, did. Do you guys ever go see a show at Hershey, where you sit in the metal chairs? You ever down on the floor at her, the outdoor stadium? Yeah, they they have the fucking chairs zip tied together. 
Penn's Peak fucking does, Penn's Peak does that too. Oh my god. Um, but so on my right side, the one seat that's left in the row, I've got to have the sixty-year-old oh Mark that still thinks it's all real. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. How, she chased him out of here. She, she chased the because the the opening match. Yeah. A girl chased that the manager that I was John with. Yeah, a girl chased him out of the arena. How far do you think she chased him? I said, "Why? Well, they're probably over Cabela bike to Cabela's." By now. <laughs> I think a wonderful running joke would have been like every so every few matches just they would have just run, run through. through and do a lap and leave. That would have been great. That would have been great. <laughs> oh God! But how was your weekend, Jim? Uh well, my sister came up. We uh, well, I I took Bella to get her sixteenth. Birthday present. Oh, new car? No, no, no. She don't have any. She don't have her permit yet. What? What? What you, you got? The one thing she asked, and and believe it or not, her, her mom was okay with it. She got a. I, I took her. Uh, she got her nose pierced. Oh, that's. Uh, she nice. got a little stud on the right side, and uh, and then we all went out to dinner. Boy, I'll tell you what, Union Public House in Jim Thorpe. Uh huh. We go there every. Every time we go out for dinner anymore for anything, we we all go there. Yeah. Um, six of us. Uh-huh. Six of us. Uh, and this is, you know, drinks, you know, dessert, appetizers, soups, whatever. 160 bucks. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. But you can never tell by his face if that's a good price or you, a bad price. You go, you go there often? Yeah. Note to self, stay away from the Union, Union Public House. Here's Why? He's there often. No, only whenever my whenever we go out to eat. But here's here's the funny thing. We just bring iPhones and have an eye, a session. Okay, we're we're sitting there, and this place is always this place is jamming where, all the where time. Where is this in Jim okay. Thorpe? Okay, if you come across the bridge in Jim Thorpe and you turn right, like to go down where the old market was. Hang on, hang on. Hang, let's let look. Let's just start on Broadway. Okay, start at the Mollies. Okay, go across the bridge. Go across the bridge. You turn. You make the first right. Okay, like you're so going on, down. So it's on the east side. Yes. All right. Like, like you're going down to the Jim Thorpe Market. Right. right. But there's a stop sign there. Right. You make a left, and it's up there. Should I stop the stop sign? Yes. Okay. And then make a left, and well, it's you have to shut. Make, but you, you have to make a left there. You can't make a fucking right. The bridge is gone. You don't have to tell me to make a left where I can only make a fucking left. No, you can go straight down into the fucking Why market. Why would I go to the market? The, the, the restaurant. He's, he's confusing me. No, I'm, I, I left at the light. <clears throat> left at the stop sign. All right. <laughs> Make a left at the right and go straight around the corner. Look, you know two people. Anyway, to... anyway, it's up there. It's up there on the right hand side, about a half a block up. Okay, so now the next time so, we go, make sure you're paying attention, so that way we know where it's at. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're sitting there eating, and Bella goes, "Oh, I think that's Ethan's mom, like one of her friends that she goes to school with. Well, went to school with. Used to live in White Bear. Now lives in Jim Thorpe. And every once in a while, I run Bella to Jim Thorpe to you know hang out for the day." And uh, she got the lady's attention, and blah, blah, blah. I said, does she work here? And Bella goes, yeah, she must. Well, okay. And then later on, the guy, well, guy was nudging me to get Bella a cake so we can sing happy birthday to her. And it was a really good, it was an apple crumb cake. Holy shit, was it freaking awesome. But turns out that this is, you know, that lady's husband. So this is Ethan's father. And, <clears throat> and he's nudging, and I'm wondering why he's, he was. He knew Bella's name because when we were singing "Happy Birthday," he sang too. And I'm driving home, and I'm talking to Bella about those two, blah blah blah. And she goes, "Yeah, they own it." I said, "What?" Huh. She goes, "Yeah, his parents own that." I said, "Well, maybe you should have brought that up sooner." Yeah. <laughs> like, nice. 
All right. It's, it's a nice, nice little dive bar with awesome food. Good. I'm glad you guys. Had, glad everybody had a good weekend. See, yes. si. <laughs> don't week. <laughs> week sucks. This yeah, week. This week, week is week just suck, blown up. I'll, I'll be with the weekend. Yeah. Um, should we just dive right back right into 1997? Oh yeah. Well, I know this is. <laughs> The more I look into these years, the more it's like it, it's transitioned from us to Jim. It, it <laughs> yeah. really has. All right. Well, thank let, God he's here. Oh. We wouldn't talk about shit. Well, let's do uh, let's do the, the the Billboard Hot 100, the notables yes. from Billboard Hot 100. Yes. Uh, I think that's a pretty cool feature you brought up last week. That's pretty cool. At number, Bill uh, did this before. Motherfucker, I probably would have started this well, shit. Well, you didn't do it in '95. That's because things started going to shit. <laughs> Massively. Yes. Massively. Yeah, we ended that in 94. It's like things started going to shit, and that's why we stopped in 94. Yeah. We said a decade, we're done. And then I brought it back. I don't know what happened there. I just, don't know. Uh, you bring sexy back. Bribery. I that, that was later there was on. Some, that there was, was in the some, 2000s. There was some bribery. That's what I'm saying. There's a kahootenizing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Right. So at number 99, we have You Must Love Me. By I Madonna. I don't, I don't remember that well, one. I don't remember that one either. It's from the Evita soundtrack. Okay. okay. Well, you, Evita, I, not Avita. Avita. No, no. Avita. Don't Cry For Me, Argentina? Yes. That one, okay. That'll be there, too. Okay. At uh, number oh, 94, boy. we have Barbie Girl by Aqua. I have that on my list. Good just just for that freaking just for that freaking song, oh. I just put the name. I just... Barbie Girl. I'm like, oh, that fucking song. That's almost as bad I as like Blue. I like plastic. It's fantastic. It's worse than Blue. It is. It's wor- It's a fucking terrible song, oh but it was God. everywhere. And then at number 87, Jim, just for you, Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I know that song. Yes. Once again, from the Evita soundtrack, the, you know, the, the, um, how, how you say is, uh, how you say is, uh, dramatization. Of the life of Eva Peron. Yes. Yeah. Which nobody saw. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, next is Warren G's bastardization at number uh, nine, um, number 85. Warren G's bastardization of I Shot the Sheriff. Wow. Warren G did that? That Wait, that, that made the Billboard Top 100? Yep. Number 85. What the fuck? At number 82, these motherfuckers are still here a year later. Los Del Rio with the Macarena. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. It just it dropped at least. Yes. Yes. Hopefully it'll fall. Oh, uh, God. And then we, at 79, we got Fly Like an Eagle by Seal. Okay. Fly Like an Eagle, let my spirit go. Yeah, it's, I think it was a cover of the Steve Miller song. Yeah. I believe. Uh, at 77, we have Bruce Springsteen with Secret Garden. Oh, I remember that song. I don't. At uh, number 69, we have a song that I fucking despise, but you couldn't get away from it. Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. <laughs> yeah, it's on, on yeah. my list there. It was everywhere. At, it when was, I, when could I, not get away from I'm it. I'm like, that fucking song was 97. I'm like, oh, dear God. Oh. Uh, next, at number 60, we have Every Day is a Winding Road by Sheryl Crow. Yeah. Yep. That Sheryl was everywhere. Yep. At number 53, I Finally Found Someone by Bar- Barbara Streisand I, and Brian Adams. Okay, I never heard I never one. knew they did a duet. Yes. Ba- Bob- Barbara Streisand and Brian Adams. <laughs> Brian? 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 <laughs> I'm Brian and so is my wife. <laughs> What's so funny about the name Biggest? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! At number fifty, 
Celine Dion with it's all coming back to me now. Okay. Uh, I remember it, but barely. It's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now. Nope. If you heard it, you'd, I probably would. You would know it. Um, at number 40, It's Your Love by Tim McGraw with Faith Hill. Yeah. Uh, a country on the billboard. Yep. Well, I mean, Tim McGraw was everywhere like, at this time, too. Like, and, this, country was hot yeah. at this point. because and Faith Hill was, yeah. Faith Hill. Yeah. Um, Goddamn, then, stay in your lane. You have a country top 100. Stay in it. And then, no. you ha- I mean, like, this is when Tim McGraw put out Indian Outlaw. Yep. Um, Indian Outlaw was around this time. Garth Brooks had dropped, I think, No Fences. Uh, no, no, it was In Pieces was around this time by Garth Brooks. Was this around the hunky tonk but dunk dunk No, that was a little later. All right. Keeping perfect rhythm, make you want to swing along. The honky tonk padonka donk. Oh my lord! Trace Atkins. Yep, Trace Atkins. Okie doke. Keeping perfect rhythm, how you wait? Lord have mercy, how'd she even get them britches on with that honky tonk padonka donk? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know it. I'm just worried you know that song. Uh, Next is some local boys. Uh, At number 36. Oh no, shit, we we're not there yet. At number 38, we have Paula Cole with her. Where have all the cowboys gone? Oh, every fucking year I need to hear that. When you get song. me ready in the 68 Chevy. No, no. Whenever, as soon as Dallas is doing shit. Yeah. Everybody, somebody, where have all the somebody, cowboys? Yep. Somebody has to post that or be an asshole about it. And it's like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> and the horse you rode in on. Uh, oh, dude. This whole week, I've been seeing nothing but memes about the Raiders getting fucking... Beat by a by a dude who has coached nothing yes. ever. Coming off the couch. Fuck uh, you, Josh McDaniels. Uh, but anyway, um, so that was at thirty eight, number thirty six. Some local boys, Sister Hazel, with all for you. They're from they're from Florida. I thought they were local. No, they're oh. actually on my list. I have this CD. No, you thought they were from Hazelton. I did. Yeah, Sister Hazel. Uh, the album was. They're trash. So somewhere all more right, familiar. Right. Well, there's. What? There they're, was a lot of trash. Tra- there trash. was a lot of trash in 97. Fucking A. They're trash, so I figured they were local. That was a good song. No, it wasn't. Moving on. Uh, next, The Verve Pipe with The Freshman I, at number 21. I just heard that this morning on the, on going into work. Yep. That's actually a really good song. Um, and the, the lyrics are mm. very deep if you yes. sit and listen to them. Yes. You know, um... At number 18, we have Barely Breathing by Duncan Sheik. I, don't remember. I, I probably remember that, but I don't know it. At number 17, we have the happiest song about meth addiction I've ever heard, Semi-Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Damn. And I bumped again, and I bumped again, and I bumped again. <laughs> I need something else to get me through the Semi-Charmed uh, kind of yeah. life. Uh, at number 15, we have the one-hit wonder Meredith Brooks with Bitch. Good song. Not really. I like that song. You would. Yeah, I would. Well, no, no. It's it's a good. I think it's a one of the good women empowerment songs. No, it's a catchy song. It's okay. not a good song. Okay, it's a catchy one. Okay, we can't speak to that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go ahead. I mean, look, Dennis Leary had asshole. That's so a good Mary song. Brooks put out bitch, so it works. Everybody, true. and then you know later on Kesha put out motherfucker. That's true. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Move away from the microphone. But the fuck you do to your face? What do you mean? Well, he's cal- he's cultivating his pirate look. Yeah, I got the mustache and the goatee. I'm growing it for the the rent fair next year. Oh, next year. Well, yeah. 
It's going to be epic. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, wait till you see what. Wait till well, you see me in a year. Well, I, I just noticed like last week he had like all fluff all over, and now I'm like, wait a minute, where yeah. the fuck did it go? And I'm working on growing mine in for next year's haunted, haunted house gimmick. Oh my! Yeah, I'm gonna have the big twirly mustache, and then just the goatee in the middle. Nice. I like it. I like it. Um, next we have a really good song, a really good, really catchy song. At number 12, we have the boys from Hanson and Mbop. I absolutely love that song. Whenever you fucking no, would. Let me tell you something. You cannot listen to that song and not and, tap your and feet. And not smile. It is such a catchy. I don't listen to that song. song. Yeah, but I mean, whenever I'm feeling I'm, I'm serious and I'm actually being 100% serious when I'm feeling down. And like when I need to just pick myself up, I don't believe I'm I put this. on Mbop and I, it immediately lifts my spirits. It'll work. I was gonna make a work. joke about that, and you're fucking listening to it. Yeah, well, listen, it's not. It's what I want. To, I should have expected. This is the guy who does understand. Eiffel. It, it, you I, have to understand. Bleh. Yeah, but you have to understand. You. Normally, I don't mind being irritated because it's like my normal form. <laughs> but when I'm at that point where I know I'm, it's getting bad. Yeah, I put on Mbop. Then, oh my god! And I and I, and I immediately just—it's it, a spirit boost. It lifts me up, man. It lifts me up. It it it, it immediately it immediately will restore 10 HP. Exactly. Wow. Okay. That's a, damn. That's a. That's a. That's a. That's, I'm getting teary eyed. It's, an, it's, an, it's an elixir. That was a. That was a beautiful. That was a beautiful like D and D moment there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shit. At number eleven, we're actually going to go to the top twelve because I had twelve and eleven checked off. But at eleven, we have the Backstreet Boys. Who quit playing games with my heart. Meh. Not a, much of a Backstreet Boys fan. No, I was always more into 98 Degrees. Instinct was mine. Uh, yeah, that was the jam. Who was I yours? It, I thought it was New Kids on the Block for you. No, I never really cared for New Kids on the Block. Uh, no. Who was your favorite boy band? None. Don't lie to me. None. I'll, talk, I'll call your sister. You He's, can. No, he has Lance Bass solo posters on his oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> At number 10, we have those Spice Girls with If You Wanna Be My Lover. Oh, yes. And the movie. Oh, yeah, I do that to a few of the Spice Girls. Who was the one that was in Playboy? Ginger? Ginger, yeah. Yeah, Ginger. I think it was Ginger yeah, it wasn't, Spice. It wasn't Jerry Hollow. Jerry Hollow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Posh. Yep. Oh, I wish it would have been Posh. She, she ever seen... Well, she's on a lot of British TV yet. Yeah, she's... Well, she's she's like, married to Beckham. Yeah, yes. she's she's gotten like to the point where she's like scary skinny. She's And she's also a bitch. She, she so has, I've heard. She has a good... Uh, no, not, not no even she has heard. like a permanent resting bitch face. If, no, but no, she's... No, if you... I watch her on the panel shows because she's very popular over there. And my God, she just seems like she's so above everyone else and makes sure you know it. Yeah. Posh. Okay. Yeah. It, there's a difference between posh and an asshole. <laughs> it's like... It's like <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. At number nine, we have Leon Rhymes, Rhymes with How Do I Live? My God, I haven't heard that name in forever. At number eight, Mark Morrison with Return of the Mac. No Who fucking the fuck clue. Is that? It sounds familiar. Uh, Don't Let Go Love by En Vogue at number seven. Yeah. Here's one you can't get you couldn't get away from. At number six, we have uh, the guy who allegedly pisses on young girls, R. Kelly. Oh God. With I Believe I Can Fly. Allegedly. Was that him? Yeah. I did not know that. I didn't know that was him either. Yeah, it was R. Kelly. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. That was R. Kelly. Uh, next, at number five, we have Can't Nobody Hold Me Down by Puff Daddy featuring Mace. My God, that is a terrible title. Yeah. Next is a, <laughs> a, a, next is a great R&B song, though. At number four, we have Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. Yep. Uh, wasn't that in 
That was in that charted in '96 too, because I think you said that it was. Low I think down. it did. It, it was low have. down. It was lower down in '96. Next is, um, I can't believe that Sting and the boys from the police signed off on this getting sampled, but I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy and Faith Evans featuring that, 112. That wasn't bad. It was fucking terrible. Okay, it was fine. It was there you go. Horrible. Horrible, terrible. It's fucking thing. terrible. Bad. <laughs> the, the, Nasty. It was It was fine. It was, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, it was a moving tribute to Biggie. I'll give yeah. you that much. But don't fucking sample the police. <laughs> yeah, but that song is kind of... No. Don't fucking sample the police. Sting, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> they needed the money. No, no, I'm sure, I'm sure no, he, he didn't. He didn't need uh, the money. No, he didn't need the money, but somebody but got the money. But somebody, the, somebody got, got the money. Got the money. <laughs> <laughs> somebody got the money. Oh, shit. I can't, but that was number four? Yep. Fuck. Uh, number no, that was number three. That had to be just because of, I'll be missing of who you. was four. Yeah. For Biggie. Yeah. yeah. At Christ. number two, we have You Were Meant For Me and Foolish Games by Jewel. Oh, yeah, that wasn't a good one. And number one, his tribute to to Princess Diana. Oh, Candle, John. Candle uh, in the Wind, 97. Yes. There by you go. By Elton John. That's a good song. That is a good song. It's a great, I mean, the original Candle in the Wind. Is a beautiful song as well. That's for Mar- that's crazy that for Marilyn she, Monroe. Yeah, because she just it was died Jean, in ninety. Right? She just died in yeah. ninety seven. Well, that's what he did. He played it at her. I know, but I mean, he. I mean, to chart and get that high. Yeah. In less than a year, oh, but that yeah. was, he didn't even have a year to percolate. But it. That, I mean, it's first off, it's Elton John. It's Sir Elton. Yep. Yeah. And it was Princess Die. Yeah. That was like the biggest news story. Mm-hmm. You know, it was you know Princess Die passing away, and it's a beautiful song. Yeah. And. You go back, just go back through Elton John's career, and I'm, I'm a huge Elton John fan. I love his stuff you're, too. You're not the only one. Uh, I'm a huge Elton John fan. Him and Bernie Taupin made absolute magic together. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to stuff like Benny and the Jets yep. and all that, all the way up to you know to today. Yeah. You know, and uh, the the song "Candle in the Wind," the original version for that he wrote for. Um, Marilyn Monroe. For Marilyn Monroe is a beautiful song and a beautiful tribute. And this is a beautiful tribute to Princess Diana. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, she was widely regarded as the people's princess. And if you think about it, like we just watched, uh, everybody just watched the death, uh, not the death, but the uh, oh, the, the aftermath of dying, of, of, of the dying of Queen Elizabeth. Yes. Yeah. Our, the American fascination with the royals really started with Princess Di and Prince Charles. Yes. Yeah, for the most part, the wedding of the century. Yeah. Better than, bigger than Luke and Laura on GH. Almost, almost. Hell, even I knew that one. On what? Who? Luke and Laura. General Hospital. General Hospital, man. Jesus Christ, get your pop culture. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do a board game again. We do. Oh. We, we do. All right. All right. So now, 1997, we got a bunch of newly formed bands. What do you got? Well, the only ones that were notable to me. Okay. And you can stop me at any time. The Dillinger Escape Plan. Yes. We talked about them a little bit last mm-hmm. week. Um, Dillinger Escape Plan. It's um, the best way I can describe Dillinger Escape Plan is it's math metal. 
Okay. It's really fucking mm-hmm. weird. You need an abacus and an advanced degree in calculus <laughs> to count the to count the time. Oh my god. And my buddy Jeff Wood was her original bass player. Oh dear lord. Yeah, the guy the singer for Shat was her original bass player. Yeah, go with your D. Uh dope. Yep. I don't remember dope. Dope. Oh, yes you do. Die motherfucker die. Well they're the ones that did that. Yes. I was gonna say I I heard the name. Well, they, yeah, but they also did that. I think uh, <clears throat> that band from South Africa, D'Antwerp, also does a version of that. They might. Uh, yeah, D'Antwerp. Yeah. Yeah, they might do a, a version of it. But Dope, um, at the time, it was Edsel Dope. Uh, Edsel Dope. Um, F- Simon Dope was doing samples. Uh, Bricks, Racy Shea. And uh, fuck, who was a guitar player? Virus. Uh, what a wonderful name! Yeah, I don't. I oh, dude, dope is fucking phenomenal. Those guys are amazing. The guy that you saw sing for Static X, yes, that's Edsel Dope. No shit. Yes, Zero. He goes by Zero with yeah. with Static X. That's Edsel Dope. I got you. Um, I. He- <laughs> I mean, wow! Does a great Wayne Static. Oh my he? god, yes. Um, I I played with those guys at Crock Rock too, with Dope. Holy Christ! Fucking amazing band. Super cool guys. They're, they're it was so fucked up to see their drummer Racy. His drum set was so fucking weird. Two big ass kick drums, right? Uh huh. One mounted tom in the middle, two floor toms on his right side, and a fucking sixteen inch deep marching snare. Whoa. Fucker was using a marching snare. <laughs> Racy, what are you doing? I love the sound. I ain't fucking arguing. But yeah, those guys are fun. They do a great cover of You Spin Me Right Round. Oh. Yes. You, that's where I know him from. Fuck. You You're spin right. me yes. right round, baby. Right round like a record, baby. Yeah, yep. Because it starts a bump, 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 bump. It just starts a yep. Oh, yes. Uh, and they that's... got so many good songs, though. Uh, Oh. Pig Society, Debonair, um, Die Motherfucker Die. When Nautis, when Nautis was together, uh, me and Dave had a ritual before every show. Uh, we would listen to two songs, one of which was Now or Never by Dope. Uh-huh. If we go on, it's Now or Never. What you going to do that for? I see you the way you're looking at me and everything's all right. Stuff like that. Yeah, it was just a, a ritual. We would listen to "Never Let It Go" by Mushroom Head mm-hmm. and die and uh, um, "Now or Never" now by or Dope. Never. Great band, Pig Society, Debonair, Bitch, Bitch is a fucking great song by them. It's better than Meredith Brooks's <laughs> Bitch. The one I love, I hate, but the sex is great. Oh my god! <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Right. What do you got now? Uh, the next one I have, I have is Hailstorm. Okay, I have a few before that. Some guys we saw wow. a few months ago. Yeah. Goat Whore formed in 1997. Where did we see them? We saw them with Guar. Reverb. At Reverb. That's okay. they, were, they were the guys that were directly before. Goblicon. Yeah. yeah Necro-Goblicon. That, yes. I forgot. I for, I completely. I honestly, I forgot about the opening band. Good Louisiana death metal. No, the opening band was the Native Howl. Oh, that's right. The, the um, metal bluegrass. Right. Which, uh, fucking great. <laughs> okay, we have differing opinions on that. <laughs> oh, I fucking love the Native Howl. Those guys are awesome. Um, oh, Christ. Look up Harvester of Constant Sorrow. Ugh. They mashed up Harvester of Sorrow, Sorrow and Man of Constant Sorrow. 
look it up. You'll you'll thank me later. Okay. Um, then was Necrogoblicon. Okay. And then right before Guar was Goat Horror. Okay. I good Louisiana death metal. I just remember Necrogoblicon and Guar. Yeah. It's like I blanked because you remember the gimmicks, and I remember the music. <laughs> He needs, I, bought, I bought you just eat a dick. Okay, he, he, was, he was there for the puppet show. <laughs> yeah, he was there for the puppet. You were there for the puppet show. Yeah. Oh, you know what, man? Puppet show was having like you know hands in my ass and everything else because that crowd was freaking awful nuts. <laughs> yeah, you and Robbie were fucking shooting each other in the nuts, weren't you? Oh, freaking Ro- Robbie! I don't know how he is. He married? No. Is he seeing anybody? No. I don't know how he got that girl <laughs> that, that he was with. That he met there, and I'm surprised he didn't go home with her. Robbie's got away. I don't get it, Robbie's got away. But look at him. And I don't, Robbie, no disrespect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hang on. Off air, I'll I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this off air. No, uh, no, Robbie, I love uh, you. uh, you I'm 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 actually surprised you didn't go home with her. I really was. Yeah. Robbie's Robbie's a great dude, though, to be completely (laughs) honest. But yeah, Goat Horror, they're they're like like I said, really good Louisiana death metal. Yeah. Um and any band who ends their set with a song called Fuck by Satan is Aces in my book. <laughs> All right. So you brought up Hailstorm. Yep. Local I, they're, they're lo- uh Pennsylvania. Yeah, and I I didn't realize they, they were around for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they Yeah, they just recently it, it seems like recently really got come to prominence. Yeah. Um I don't have any till the S's. So. I got I got Liquid Tension Experiment. Okay, I've never heard of that. Liquid Tension Experiment is uh, one of Mike Portnoy of Dream Theater's okay. 87 side projects. <laughs> Liquid Tension Experiment is... It's undeniable musical virtuosity for the sake of mer- musical virtuosity. Yeah. Listen to the song Paradigm Shift, and you'll know what I mean. It's all you got to do. Just listen to Paradigm Shift. Liquid Tension Experiment. Yes. It's, uh, I want to say it's 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 Mike Portnoy on drums. I want to say John Petrucci from Dream Theater also plays guitar. And I think it's Tony Levin from King Crimson on bass. Right. F- f- fucking unreal. Another one of those bands I shouldn't ever listen to. Yeah, because <laughs> I want to burn my shit. <laughs> oh. All right. What do you got next? Well, my, yeah, I got Soulfly. Uh, uh, hang on. Do I have anything before them? No, I'm up. I'm yeah. up to Soulfly. Soulfly. Yep. Which is Max Cavalera's project mm-hmm. after he left Sepultura. I do remember that group. Yes. Soulfly. Um, it, and this uh, allowed Max to be the real dick that he is. Like okay. leaving his entire band on stage and at Crocodile Rock and walking off to the bus. Huh? Because he didn't want to <laughs> play an encore. Yeah. Yep. After that, I got Three Days Grace. Uh, I got one before that. Uh, Taproot. I, I, I know the name, but I can't remember. This song is a poem to myself. It helps me to live. I don't know that one. And then the last one I have is Turizaz. Never heard of Turizaz. They are a Russian power metal group. Oh, my God. Where the fuck do you find these people? Oh, it, it, they've only... Now, they, they might have come in 97, but I only really started hearing about them in probably... 2012 2011 okay right and i know that because i know their second album is called their second album name is 2013 nice they dress they have it's like war power metal and they dress in um like primal get up and red and black like paint all over their body nice and they they do songs about like um like 
Rasputin. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do stuff about Russian folklore. Oh, my God. And it's like, they I mean, they're just awesome to listen to. And it's like, it's almost like this. It's like, it's, it's the best I get. Russian war folk metal. Nice. You know, I'll have to check that out. Berserker. My love for you is like a trapezoke. If they did that, rah, rah, Rasputin, you know. Yeah, they, they, I love Turazaz. Did he just say making fuck? Good deal, good deal. Oh, shit. A band that reformed in 1997. The original Black Sabbath got together. Yep. Because for the reunion tour. For the reunion it? tour. Because Ronnie James Dio refused to open for Ozzy. What? Yeah. Ronnie James Dio was still singing for Sabbath. At, or was back with Sabbath at the time. He had come back. I know. I'll, you know, I'll tell you what. I'll be honest. I mean, the way Ozzy and Dio, it's, it's too, it's so different Black Sabbath. Right. I cannot imagine Ronnie's delivery with paranoid i i've heard it i can't but i can't imagine and it because it's good it's, it's just it's just i mean I, i'm i'm i'll get behind anything ronnie james d i know yes but it's he's, you o- know, he's okay the one who the one who was actually weirder trying to deliver the original ozzy stuff was tony martin mm. so did they have a beef Dio and ozzy no Dio and sharon had a beef ah there we go <laughs> go figure yeah because Sharon said, no, Ozzy's retiring. You're going to open. She's such a nice person, though. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, we ain't going to go there. <laughs> uh, Jane's Addiction got back together mm-hmm. and disbanded later again that year. Yeah. <laughs> um, We're here by. Rat got back together. Yep. And Suicidal got back together. Yeah, I think this was just Mike and was Mike and Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, Mike rest, and Rocky. And Trujillo had already moved on. Yep, Ma, Trujillo had already moved on. He was with Ozzy was at the time. Say, no, I thought Trujillo was... Uh, was he not with Metallica? Not yet. He didn't join Metallica until St. Anger. Oh, I, yeah. thought, I thought he was with Metallica. Yeah. Nope. All right. Nope. Um, Speaking of... When you were talking about Zach Wilde last week... Yeah. Um... I, I, I'm like I'm like he was in another fucking band. He was in another fucking band. Pride and, and Glory. I remember yeah. what it was today. Pride and Glory. I have that fucking CD. Great CD. Yeah. Um, that was when he was going through his like big Southern rock phase. Yeah. No, that was ooh. dude from New Jersey and a huge Southern rock guy. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, so now we well, let's get uh, on to the albums that came out in uh, 1997. Uh, man, some of these some of these are really. I know you probably got so. Uh, uh, Jim's got so much more to say. Well, Aero, I got Aerosmith Nine Lives. Yes, I have that one as well. My last favorite Aerosmith album. It's not a bad record. No, it's a it's a good one. I mean, they had a lot of Indian influence. I have the original cover with the cat. Yes, with the cat with the that was the Ganesha heads. Oh boy. Yeah, they, yeah, the, the Indian popular. It, it was very. It looked like the god. Yeah, Ganesha. Yeah, and they pretty much so they redid the whole cover. But that album also had an interactive video game on it if you put it in a computer. Yes. There was two games on it. Really? Yeah. One of them was, and it was weird they did this, if you you went along with the ones Falling in Love is Harder Than Ease, you had to tap your space bar along with it. Okay. Almost like Guitar Hero-esque. Yes. <laughs> okay. And the picture would pan back because each picture on the album cover led to another picture. All right. Like the picture kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. And I can't remember what the other game was, but it would get, again, it was like a guitar hero. Yeah. Where you had to keep doing something repetitive with the beat. And uh, I actually, I have the original cover. I have the game on it. I have the game in the CD. So, I mean, 
it's a collector's item as far as this point. Because yeah. when they reissued it, they reissued the cover and took the game off. Ah, ah gotcha. What do you, you got next? That's all I have in the ace. Uh, I got Alice Cooper, uh, Fistful of Alice, which is a live record. Yeah. Yeah, I don't count live or greatest hits, even though. Okay. What do you got for, what, what do you got next? Oh, I thought we, he had. I got, I just had Aqua oh, there just okay, to talk so about Booker. <laughs> in the Bs. Uh-huh. Body Counts, Violent Demise, The Last Days. Yes. Um, not their, one of their better albums. No, but, but it's I mean, not bad. It's not bad, but it's not one of their better ones. It, it's not. Oh, shit. What? Uh-oh. I forgot the most important day of all. What? Anvil. Absolutely no alternative. Let ain't, me let me talk. Anal cunt came out with one too. Let me, again. <laughs> let me let me let me talk about Anvil for a second. Go now, ahead. No. Now, no, no. This is very important. Okay. First off, first off, I want to just say that uh, Wikipedia, all the years of metal that we've been doing, we probably very lax on Anvil <sighs> because Wikipedia has not included Anvil on a lot of their. Um, Metal by years page. Then why don't you go in and change that? I did. You yeah. did I not. I went to every year that Anvil released an album, and I added Anvil's album on that Wikipedia page. You're terrible. And He I, is terrible. And, and some of the newer ones in the 2000s had dates. You have to do it by date, so I did all that as well. Had to learn some formatting in Wikipedia. However, 2007's album, This Is 13, did not have a date, but I needed to put one in. So, <laughs> he made one up. I didn't make one up. I picked a date. I picked a very important date. Culturally, I picked somebody's birthday. Don't worry. It wasn't yours. Good. It wasn't yours. Your birthday. No, it was Jonathan Coachman's birthday. Oh, the coach. Yeah. And he was born August 12th. So, August 12th <laughs> is when Anvil This Is 13 was released. Nice. <laughs> but, yes, I edited every single page. That's why I asked you. You have too much fucking time. Anvil on your is now on every Wikipedia page. What now, the fuck? Now, and I actually, for this podcast, I listened to the album. I said I listened to eight tenths of the album. <laughs> you listened to one song. No, there's ten tracks in the album. I got through eight of them until my ears said, "Stop it!" and in, and my ears grew a finger and hit the off button. <laughs> there are such gems on this album as Green Jesus, which I think is about pot, but I'm not sure. Show me your tits. <laughs> Christ. Hair pie. What, what the fuck? And a song called Piss Test, <laughs> which begins and ends with somebody pissing in a toilet. <laughs> which, if anybody knows, in taking a piss test, that's the one place you don't piss. <laughs> and I got up to song eight and said, dear God, no more. Was it, my question was, was it Steve or Lips pissing? It was It was uh, probably Lips. And also another thing about... Wait, and, wait you got, yeah. what, what are the other songs on this album? I, I, those are the only ones. The other ones were like Rubbernecker was another uh, okay, one. Okay, okay. But they were all in consequence. Oh. Now, and, and doing all this Anvil research, I found out that before Anvil made it big, Lemmy asked Lips to join Motorhead. What? And Lips said no. Now, now, I don't know if that made us lucky. <laughs> I think it did. Or, or, or what happened? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on, guys. I, I, I need to do something. I need to seriously do this do, moment no, 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 of seriousness no, no, no. here. I'm not even going to call him by his colloquial name. Ian. The fuck 
were you thinking? <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Mr. Lemmy Kilmister's given name is Ian. Yes. Oh. I, I did so much anvil research. That's taken one for in a, the team. In a week. And I listened to Because I didn't want to go in there. Like, we say Anvil sucks. I listened to it. I'm like, dear God. Dude. Dear God. And then as I'm listening to some of the other stuff that came out in 97, it's like, God damn it, you guys. What did you do? <laughs> what? What? I mean, believe me. Show, tits. No, well, no. Show me your tits is the worst one. <laughs> I mean, these guys were doing Steel Panther. T- you honestly would think it's a Steel Panther song. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not. These guys were being serious. Like, well, I mean, Steel Panther does have a song called Eat Nate Cheatin'. Yeah, but Steel Panther, they're known. But they're for, good. But they are known for doing the goofy and shit. And they're good. This, this, this is Anvil. They are good. They were serious, with air quotes, about the, uh. Fucking, when I saw Priest years ago at the PPL Center, fucking Steel, Steel Panther, Panther opened, opened for them. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, I, I'm, I'm to the point now where it's like, Anvil has become, like, not even, a, it's still so, no, so bad it's bad. Yeah. But I want to see how bad it gets. I know, right? It, it's it's like a fucking car wreck. You don't want to look, but you have to. <laughs> yeah. All right, what do you got next? Okay, so now this uh, Bruce Dickinson's accident at birth, a birth is the debut of Dickinson solo. I absolutely love no, the cover. No, no. Yeah, it was the debut. No, it wasn't. I looked it up on the Wikipedia. It's wrong. No, wait, that, no, he came Tattooed up. Millionaire was yeah, his, was he, the same. He even, dropped, he, he even dropped. Wait, no, wait. No, it wasn't the debut. I had that written wrong. It just it's a great cover. I was gonna say there's something else that's the debut. He even has a greatest hits album. This look, look, my yeah. notes are like scribbles. Okay, it's no, my, no, my writing sucks. No, but, um, but it's a great cover. Uh, no, his de- his solo debut yes. was Tattooed Millionaire. Yes. Oh yeah, there's another band that I, I wrote Debut. Debut. The butt. Yeah, the butt. The butt. Yeah. All right. What you got? Anything else? Yeah. Well, Cinderella. One of my. Hey bees. What do you got for bees? I got bees. You got something in the B? I got. I got. I got. What I got, do you got in the B? I got four bees. Um, you guys, you, you might have heard this song. Um, the band was called Big Wreck, and the song was called The Oaf. No. Wait, uh, the Oath or The Oaf? The Oaf. Oh, no. But good song. It was like like a like a country, like a southern rock song. All right, whatever. Continue. Funny story about this is I went to go see a concert in Hershey, and I think it was Three Doors Down and Puddle of Mud. And there was an opening act. And it was a band I never heard of. And they start playing this fucking song. Here, this band disbanded. And the guy went and he created another band. And he opened up for Puddle of Mud and uh, Three Doors Down. All right. The only thing funny about that story is you paid money to see Puddle of Mud. Oh, geez, Multiple times. Jeez. Uh, <clears throat> Black Lab. Uh, their first album came out this year. Who? Black Lab. It was it was actually Black Label Society. No, that, no, 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 off. it didn't. No, no. <laughs> the album's called Your Body Above Me. Um, Wash It Away. Nope. Time Ago. Nope. No. Nope. Fucking, you saw it on fucking Facebook. I posted fucking Time Ago. I I ignore what you put on Facebook. I only am on no. once. I'm only on once a day. I don't see everything. I ignore what he puts on Facebook because it's usually stupid. Blur. There you go, song two. The original Gorillas. When I feel heavy, man, oh. <laughs> that, you know, that song always went over well in the bars, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fucking Damon Albarn. Uh, they, before he had the Gorillas together, he did Blur. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Cause I ain't happy. I'm feeling bad. I got sunshine. Feel good. Woohoo! <laughs> I, love I fucking I love the gorillas. Gorillas are awesome. That's all the bees. All right. Oh, okay. And then in the seas, you got the bees? Any bees? Uh, no, nothing. You don't all have. All right. So I uh, in the seas, Cinderella. I know I said it, but I love this album. Once upon a came out. Yeah. And it's a greatest hits album. Has every great Cinderella song on wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. I thought he you don't just do, said... He I don't do live albums. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but this is a great... What was the name hits. of that one? Once, Once Upon, Upon a. I do... I, I remember yeah, this. I had it, this I, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a wonderful great... It's a great greatest hits. Yep. So I can't I can't deny it, man. All right. Asshole. What do you got next? Nothing. I got actually nothing. I got... The, I got... Jeez. Come I got on. A, I got another... Yeah. I got another C, and then I'm going to turn it over to fucking Grunge Boy. It's a lot of shit. Because Coal Chamber had their debut this year. Okay. And I, I I saw that. I started listening to them. like, why the fuck was Why didn't I get into Coal Chamber back in the day? Because you were listening to shit like you're going to talk about in a minute. I was. Yep. Um, <laughs> Coal Chamber put out their, their debut. And Coal Chamber's getting back together. This will be the third time they're getting back together. Yes. Then. But, they, but they, they, they've got everybody back together this time. The Coal Chamber were the ones in Loco? Yep. Okay. Yes. And big truck and. All right. Yep. The how? Ooh. Tyler and I, at at the haunt. Tyler and I were talking about covering big truck. Okay. With red shirt black shirt. Yeah. We were talking about covering big truck. Um. You know what? Before we move on, speaking of B ba- bands that begin with a B, I just saw today, and I'm so fucking jazzed about this. I cannot wait. Biohazard is getting back together. Oh, cool. Wow. The cool. original lineup, too. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, they've announced a bunch of European festival dates, and they're getting ready to announce U.S. dates. If they're anywhere near, boys, we're going to see Biohazard. <laughs> you know why? Because it's a state of the world address, motherfucker! There we go. <laughs> anyway. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jim. Think about a fad in the mid to the late '90s that was going on. Shitty music. Yes. No. No. Oh, sorry. Not pronou- Not enunciating your consonants when you sing. <laughs> <laughs> Swing dancing. You remember how that was a fucking flash in the pan? Cherry pop and daddies. Cherry pop and daddies. They yep. came out with their compilation CD with Zoot Suit Riot on it. Yep. I'm out. Well, Zoot Suit Riot was a fun. That song. That was a fun song. Yes. Throw back a yeah. bottle of beer. I had yeah, because I had that, Zoot and I had uh, Brian Setzer Orchestra came out with one. Yep. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Uh, Collective Soul uh, released their third album, Discipline Breakdown. Okay. All right. Uh, singles off of that were uh, Precious Declaration and Listen. Uh, don't it wasn't, know it. It, it. You know what? There were only they were like the only two good songs on the album. I I don't know if I have another Collective Soul after this because it was kind of. <laughs> It wasn't that. One of these days, I'm going to hit you with a fucking stick. Why? Every time you say it's a good song, because uh, you're just like Chuck Knight. I'm going to have to learn you that popular does not equal fucking good. It was good. No, it wasn't. It was good. I'm going to hit you with a stick. Now to really piss you off. Here we go. (laughs) Creed's debut album drops. My Own Prison. Hang on. Hang on. That's uh, that's torn. Yeah. Yep. yep. See, uh, th- you remember what I said about not enunciating yeah. your consonants? Yeah, I cannot. I can't believe I didn't realize they were Christian. Christ, I mean, it just sounds no. So- Scott Stapp's Christian. Yeah, well, he got kicked out of 
Catholic school. Well, I, let me when he was seventeen. Let me tell you a little something about when he was seventeen. Yeah. Why the hell is he still in school? We had a when I what seventeen you twat. You should graduate by then. I did. I did too. Were you held back? No. How? No, he, <laughs> no, he failed. <laughs> I graduated at seventeen. I went. I went. To first, second, third, fourth, fourth, fifth. <laughs> One, two, three, four, fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking Creed with my own prison. Oh, I love this album. This album, this was, you. of course you do. Oh. Of course you do. I, okay. It wasn't everywhere. It wasn't in the bars I frequented. I will, I will give you this. Alter Bridge is a really good band. <laughs> that was after, yeah, they kicked Scott out of the band. Yeah, it's Creed without Scott Stapp. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's Alter Bridge. With, it, it, Alter Bridge is Creed with, My, with Miles Kennedy singing. That's, that's a few years down the road. Um, this song, I mean, Mark Tremonti's a great guitar player. Yes. I'm not going to take that away from him. The rest of the band is really fucking talented. But Scott Stapp's voice grates on me. <laughs> it fucking grates on me. And I I was uh now we're coming we're going back we're going jumping ahead a few years. I had a band together once again with Dave Smith. Yeah. We were practicing and I was doing some of the singing and he brought in another dude to do some singing, right? Cuz I didn't want to sing everything. So we were going to do Walk by Pantera. Uh-huh. And I I I I, I snapped <laughs> I snapped on this poor kid. And he was a kid, a young, younger kid. Like, not like kid kid. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I know what you uh, mean. Compared to us. Yes. Uh, I snapped on him because what came out of his mouth was, can't see him easily bound by. I said, you Scott, stop this. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> if you can't sing it right, don't fucking sing it. <laughs> you sing this like Scott, stop. I'm going to fucking kill you. Oh. And with that, Dave's like, Eric, you're singing this one. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> but anyway, duh, fucking Creed. Those assholes were everywhere. Yes, they were. Uh, there's a couple of decent songs on this. Um, my Own Prison. What's This Life For? What's My Wife uh, For? Uh, life For. What's My Wife For? What? Yeah, sure. Cooking and cleaning. <laughs> Making I'm, sandwiches. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. How, how do you turn a dishwasher into a snow thrower? Give her a fucking shovel. <laughs> As all the females suddenly shut off. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, baby. I love you. I love you, women. I love you, women. Everybody knows the ladies' man drinks too no, much coffee. No, we apologize, and that makes it all better. That's right. <laughs> oh, fuck. And the worst part is I tell these jokes yeah. with Missy standing yeah. next See, to and me. And I don't have a Twitter account, so they can't do shit to me. <laughs> well, no. All you do is pay eight bucks now, and you're verified. Yeah, you're good. I'm not do I'm not paying to be verified i might no nope. i'm all done with the c's okay good i have i got no i got until the g's man I, oh dude you missed a massive one in the d's you missed a massive d no yeah there's a lot, unlike there, jim who never there, misses a massive no, d there's a lot in the d's. whoa no, there's a lot in the d's but stuff that at, at the time i wasn't listening dude to deftones it. around the fur yes i don't listen to yes. that. Yes. Oh, that, such a great rally, yep. great album. Yep. Um, it, it's, you know, I, 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 I think this is my favorite Deftones album. All right. All right. 
they, it's either this or White Pony. Yeah. Um, but there's so much goodness on this. Yep. Uh, be quiet and drive. Shove it far away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be quiet and drive, and then parenthetically far away. Yeah. Uh, shove it. Yep. A lot of yep. good shit on this record. The Deftones were really hitting on all cylinders here. They actually played the Summer Sanitarium tour. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that this is another one Tyler and I talked about. We should do fucking uh, uh, shove it. Yeah. Yeah. All um, right. What you got? Anything for what you got? Yeah. Anything? Uh, oh, hang on. I got one. I got a couple more D's. Oh boy. I got Serpents of the Light by Deicide. Mm-hmm. Great fucking record. Good Florida death metal. Uh, Glenn Benton, you know, burning upside down crosses into his forehead. <laughs> um, writing songs about about deicide, you know, literally. Yeah. Um, gotta love, gotta love fucking deicide. They're working on a new album, by the way, which makes me ha- happy. Uh, the Devin Townsend Project comes out with Ocean Machine. Who? Devin Townsend Project. Okay. Um, he's the ma- Devin Townsend is an amazing guitar player. He played with Steve Vai for years. Oh, um, and he's the mastermind behind two really fucking eccentric bands, the Devin Townsend Project mm-hmm. and Strapping Young Lad. Never heard of them. Oh, listen to Satan's Ice Cream Truck by Strapping Young Lad. Dear Lord. Yes, you'll thank me. Uh, the Dillinger Escape Plan comes out with their debut EP this year. Uh, and then Demu, you got Demu Borgir with... I did see they came out with one. Yep, yeah. Enthroned Darkness Triumphant. And I got one more D, Dream Theater with Falling Into Infinity. I saw that as well. You know, and if, once again, Dream Theater, if you like guys that make you want to burn your fucking guitars... Yeah, it also, <laughs> it's also probably a more literal title because, I mean, I think the song stretched to infinity. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Dream Theater can get a little long-winded, but I don't get bored with it. I don't get bored with it. <clears throat> they released a quadruple a quadruple album. One song. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, well, now, you know, you, you bring that up, and Mike Portnoy used to tour with a drum kit he called the Siamese Monster. Mm-hmm. He took the Images and Words kit, right, and took the Purple Monster kit, married them together, and had... Come on! A four bass, four kick drum monster set up on stage. It was the Siamese monster. Go to, dude, if you go to Mike Portnoy's website and look at some of his fucking drum configurations. He's local, isn't he? Center Valley. Yeah, I thought so. Him, John Petrucci, John Myung, uh, all those guys from Dream Theater are live in Center Valley. Huh. You go, you go to Guitar Center on the right day, you're running into one of them. Wow, nice. Yes. And super cool guys too. Yeah, they're they're all really, really, really cool guys. All right, what do you got for D? Uh, this is the first album uh, for Days of the New. <sighs> and I'm going to tell you, when I first heard Red Shirt Black Shirt, this is the band that they reminded me of. Just the way the guitar went, you know. Yeah. Um. This is I. I. This guy's voice. I love his voice. Nice deep voice. Yeah. Um. Shelf in the room. Yeah, the downtown touch peel stand. These are the guys that did uh, that, that tried to do a post grunge album with nothing but acoustic guitars. No idea who they are. I mean, I'm sure I know who they are, but I don't know. If who you they if are. you if heard, you heard the songs, you heard touch well, peel yeah, stand. I, I, I listen. Yeah. I listen to alternative stations, so it's like I I've heard all this shit, but I don't remember who does them because they all sound yeah. about the same, pretty much. And They're, all their all their albums 
had the same cover except they were different colors. Yeah, this is this is yellow. It's Creed with acoustic guitars. Oh, all right. Whoa. Uh, anybody have any E's? I have an E. What do you got? Well, have we turned into Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel. <laughs> what do you got? Everclear drops so much for the Afterglow. That's uh, that's one of Everclear's better records. That's the one that has Father of Mine, um, Everything to Ever Won, yeah. uh, Buy You a New Life, So Much for the Afterglow. Yeah, that's, right. that's a good... That was their third album. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. And it's about their last one that did anything. No, because then they had... They had... Songs from an American movie part one and two dropped a couple years later. And did nothing. That had, no, that had AM radio on it. And did nothing. Brown Eyed Girl. Cover did nothing. Doesn't count. We'll get to those albums later. No, yeah. we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> no, I won't allow it. Anybody got any Fs? Faith No More album of the year. You know what? I, that came up in the Spotify playlist. Yeah. That was the first time I heard that song. And I was like, wow, this is that was a fucking good tune. This is the first album without Jim Martin on guitar, too. Really? The first Faith No More record without Jim Martin. All right. Yeah. He went to grow pumpkins. Yep. Yep. Pumpkins. Yeah, he became a he went to went to be a yep. farmer. He, be, he became a pumpkin farmer and he actually grew a world record pumpkin. Yes, he did. Come on. Dr. M, Jim yeah. Martin from Faith No More. Yeah. Yes. And you wouldn't even know it was him. Shaved his mustache, that iconic mustache. Yeah. Beard. And his hair, no, he's, yeah. I, I was actually surprised as anyways. It has to be a different, no, Jim Martin's a pumpkin farmer. Yep. Wow. All right. You got anything after the Fs? Hell, I got an F. What? I even brought a visual here so you can personally see the greatest album from 1997. You're wrong. The Foo Fighters, Color and the Shape. Jesus Christ, you're, in the, you're, you're totally wrong, man. It's just this. No. 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 You're yeah. wrong. We got so now we're bringing Monkey Wrench. Shit? Oh, yeah. I, I, gra- I listened to this on the way into work today. Fuck, wait till 98. I now, it. motherfucker. I grabbed now this. Now he's dropping the gauntlet. Fuck it, A. Put that finger down. Monkey Wrench. We got Wind Up. Up in Arms, My Hero, February Stars, Everlong, uh, Walking After You, New Way Home. This is from from their debut album to this. It's night and day. Uh, Foo Fighters' first album, it was a lot of poppy, fluffy songs. But in this album... It's a lot of poppy, fluffy no, songs. No, Dave Grohl, you found out he can fucking scream. Hang and on, it's heavier. On, no, it's it, five no. times heavier than the but first album. No, this is the album where they're doing on the plane and the one with the Mentos commercial. No, that they was are. the Mentos was the first Mentos one. Was, yeah. Mentos they, they was the, the first album. On this one, no, no, they didn't. No, no that was the that next was record. Learning to fly. Learning to fly was the hero video. They're running. He's running somewhere. He's running into a building, but saving again, someone. Yes, but again, again, it's just no. It's it's the Foo Fighters. It's, you know what you're getting. It's poppy. It's bubblegum pop. No. It is. No, no, no. It's, no, 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 it no, does, no. Listen, you don't have to. It's not, I like Hanson. There's no shame in it. <laughs> I love them. It's not bubblegum pop. You have to admit I, it, though. I love the Foo Fighters, but they're a pop band. Jesus Christ. You're going to tell me Monkey Ranch is pop? Yes. What about uh, New Way Home? Yes, you never heard that song. Yes, I have. What? I listened to the fucking album yesterday, douchebag. You did not. Go ask Randy, motherfucker. He Thank was with you. me all day. Thank you. Wait, you went from calling him an asshole to fist bumping him? No, hey. At least he gave it a shot. I love I the Foo Fighters. I appreciate that. I gave, I gave it a shot in the 90s. I love, wait, done. wait, wait. <laughs> I love the Foo Fighters, but. 
the best album of 97? In, in I, my opinion. I will give you top 10. In my opinion. Possibly. Maybe. Come on. Top Maybe five. top five. There you go. Maybe. There we go. I fucking doubt it. <laughs> there is so much stuff in the latter half of the alphabet. You ain't shitting. Okay. Oh. Go ahead. All right. That's that's my only F. What do you got for G? I got. No, no, no. It's Bill's turn. All right. Oh. Well, the only one I have in G, Guar Carnival of Chaos. Okay. I have a few before yeah, that. This has a wonderful, this has the private pain yes. of Techno Destructo, which was actually written back in Scum Dogs. Yes. But they never did it. Because because Hunter left. Yeah. Huh. The guy who played the watch if you do you have Amazon Prime. I I no, but if you're talking about that concert that you told me to watch. No. Okay. It's there's a documentary called yeah. This Is Guar. Okay. If you have Prime Video. I do have Prime. There's an add-on, an a, the AMC Plus add-on. Nope. Okay. I got, I got the, the add-on I have in there is for like... Uh, Jesus Christ, you guys are music, like a commercial. Music and concerts and shit like do that. Do you have Prime? I do have Prime. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you have the uh, Quello. Yes. You have Quello. Coda. Coda. Okay, Coda. Okay, it used to be Quello. Uh, but there's a thing on there for AMC Plus. And with AMC Plus, also Shudder is included. Really? Which is like the the horror stuff. Yes. And because of the shutter being included, you get This Is Guar. And it's a telling of the history of Guar. And Hunter, uh, I think, I can't remember Hunter's last name again. Uh, I want to say Hunter Johnston, but that's fucking, that's delirious. (laughs) Um, Back at Virginia Commonwealth University way back in the day, when Guar got together there was originally a band called bill oh death piggy death piggy and there was an artists collective at vcu uh-huh they got together and thus was born guar got you and the two masterminds behind everything were dave brocky yep and hunter okay brocky being brocky kind of took over everything hunter resented him and left yeah he was the guy who played Techno Destructo. Okay. And it like the resentment ran so deep that Hunter didn't even go to Brocky's funeral. Wow. That's how deep the resentment went. Yeah. And they talk about it in the in the movie. Um it's a really good movie. But yeah, uh Guar released that re- released Carnival of Chaos this, this year, which is it's a fantastic Guar record. Yeah. I think this is the first one with uh um not Smoot. It wasn't Corey Smoot, but it was the second Flattest Maximus on guitar. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure of the lineup. Or ac- it might have been actually Smoot might have been on this one, but um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a fantastic record. It's a Guar record. You know what you're gonna get. Yep. Uh, and this is like Guar progressing and progressing and yeah. getting like the musicianship is getting even better. And make no mistake, all of the members of Guar are fucking supremely talented musicians yeah it, you know and like they're really coming into their own as songwriters and musicians at this point but i have a few g's okay um i have geezer black science right. which was geezer butler's solo i wonder project. if that was when i saw it yes uh Godsmack released their debut all wound up and and here's what i didn't i didn't realize because if you look at this album all wound up uh-huh and their first album, 
Yeah. It's basically the same fucking thing. Yeah. They just kind of re-released they, it and they, remastered it. Yep. They re-recorded everything with a mm-hmm. budget. Yep. And this one is, uh, this one all wound up, Sully Erna is still playing drums. Really? Yes. Sully is still playing drums. Uh, Shannon Larkin hadn't joined the band yet. Huh. Essentially, this is, it's Tony Rombola, who's the guitar player. Yeah. And Sully did all wound up by themselves, essentially. That's pretty cool. Um, oh, the Wonders of Multitrack Recording. Gotta yeah. love it. <laughs> yep. Um, then uh, Grip Incorporated released Nemesis, right. which was a Dave Lombardo project that, uh, went, during one of his times being excommunicated from Slay. All right. You got any H's? I do. Wanna, oh, you, you have a G? No. Okay. I do, but... This is what the debut I was talking about. The Hammer, Hammerfall, the, the, um, Glory to the Brave. Yes. And Hammerfall is a is a Scandinavian power metal band. Yeah. Viking and, metal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but not really Viking metal. They're more... They do tell a lot of great... I love, and the, I love the power metal. Hammerfall. Uh, the power metal genre was ramping up around this time. And a lot of the greater bands that I really just grew to enjoy started releasing albums. This was one of them. Right. Okay. Yeah, Ham- Hammerfall. That, and that was the one that I read as the debut. But yes. it looks similar to the best cover that I wrote for Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> right. my, my, my handwriting is shit. Right. <laughs> um, you got anything else? In Not in the H's. Okay, I have a few. I have Hatebreed. Mm-hmm. I knew yep. you were going to put that one on. Yep. You know, uh, Jamie Jasta, you know, he's... Super cool guy and a hard charging dude. This guy gets shit done between his podcast, his radio show, putting out records with Jasta and Hatebreed. Jamie Jasta is everywhere, and he's a he's a fucking super cool guy. Yeah, and Hatebreed's a fun band. Um, for like a really aggressive hardcore band. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I almost felt bad for them the first time I saw them live. They opened for Slayer. I remember you telling this story. Yes. And half the crowd turned their backs to him. The yeah. other half flipped them off. Yeah. As- Asbury Park Convention Hall. <laughs> fucking mm. me and but me and Gary Rarig drove all the way to fucking Asbury Park to see Slayer. It was the first show with Dave Lombardo back on drums. Wow. On the God Hates Us All tour. Now, were you a flipper or a back turner? I, w- I stood there rocking out, man. All right. I, I enjoyed it because I dig hate breed. Yeah. You know, I dig hate breed. Okay. So I did. I, me and Gary were into it. <laughs> me and Gary were getting into it. But you know a Slayer crowd. Oh, yeah. A they're, Slayer crowed. crowd is there for one thing, and yep. that's fucking Slayer. They're, yep. they're, they're picky as hell. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then I also have the debut of Head P.E. Right. Those guys are a lot of fun. Fucking weird-ass band. Didn't Why they does do that a, name they, sound I think they did Electric mm-hmm. Funeral. Yes. Uh, on one of the... Um, on one of the Nativity and Black Nativity records. and Black. They did Electric Funeral. I've seen them... Um, they do they they did a lot of tours with Mushroom Head back in the day. Yep. They would call them the head to head tours. Okay. Oh you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw them down at Reverb with Mushroom Head. And these guys are fun. They're you know, SoCal fucking skate skate metal, skate punk dudes. Yeah. And just fucking off the wall. Yeah. But a ton of energy and some really cool shit. I love head PE. Good stuff. Um, Helmet came out with Aftertaste this year. Okay. Not really much off of that. Yeah, I I, I, I know Helmet. I just never really listened to him. Uh, I, I know two songs. Unsung. Yes. That's the one everybody knows. Next, I got one more in the H's. 
And these guys are one of my favorite fucking bands ever. Uh, uh, it, it's him. I they released they released um, greatest love songs volume six 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 this year, and which has a great cover on it. Wicked Game. Yes, they cover Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. I, I, I never I never heard of this band before. Uh huh. And it was on. Believe it or not, it was on the Hard Rock. Um, well, yeah, from '97, right? And I'm listening to this fucking song. I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I was gonna mention it, you know, put it on my list, but I'm like, I don't really have the album. Uh huh. But holy shit, that that's an awesome cover. A, a little bit later, him really comes into their own. This is one of Bam Margera's favorite bands. Really? Yeah, this, uh, is where, this is where the Hardogram. This is from. where the yep. These guys, their logo is the Hardogram. Okay. And. Which was later co-opted by Steve-O to make the Dickogram. <laughs> yeah. And, this, um, and that's when I first found out about him. Yeah. Was when about that Hardogram thing and then, fa- oh, finding, oh, that's not even from him. Yeah. It's, well, it's from him, but him. Another him. Oh, him. Yeah. And then, of course, and a very, I'd say almost like gothic, they dark call, kind they, of. They call themselves love metal. Yeah, 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 but, but it's also <laughs> very gothic. Kind well, of. yeah, it's, it's like a dark love metal. Uh, listen to a song like Wings of a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Or uh, what's what's the other big one? Uh, Killing loneliness. Okay. Like though, if you want a good introduction to him, uh, you like you can do you could do worse than greatest love songs. But my favorite him album comes a little bit later. It's called Dark Light. Okay. Check him out. Yeah, you'll, I was. I was, enjoy it. I was impressed by that cover. That was. I was. I was like, holy fuck! And the guy got the guy got pipes. Oh, Billy Vallow. He can. Yeah. He can fucking go. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Him is now retired. Yep. All right. What you got? Any H's? I got one H just for one song. This song was everywhere. Uh, the song was Flagpole Sitta. Harvey Danger. There you go. That was as late as '97. <laughs> that was '97, buddy. Damn. Yes. And here's our song, and uh, we're where to go. <laughs> and, and that that song hung around long enough that Snacky covered it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh God. Oh God. I was. Wait, so I was I was looking into the mirror to see a little bit clearer yep. the rottenness and evil in me. That's another one of those songs that when you think '90s, that's the Harvey Danger. I yeah. I did this at karaoke at fucking Croc Rock. Okay, <laughs> I didn't realize how complicated the song was. <laughs> oh God, there's a ton, I know, ton of words, and you got to talk fast. And I got I had to play guitar into it. Holy shit. Um, what do you got for eyes, Bill? I got nothing in the eyes. I got Horacle by In Flames. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I love that name of the album. I love In Flames. Yeah. I don't, I don't we, know. We I, saw them open for Megadeth. I was going to say, I was standing in line for a fucking shirt, so I missed them. Yeah, oh, In Flames is good. But you did get back in time to see Trivium. Yes. All right. That's because of that shit show at the fucking brewery. Jesus oh, God. Christ. Oh, the brew pub was fucked up that Oh, night. my God. Anyway, you got any eyes? I don't have any. I don't have anything until K. Okay. All right, so uh, J, not my favorite album, but Judas Priest Jugular. I've got Jugulator. Jugulator, whatever. That's the first one with Ripper Owens. Yeah, it's not one of my. I mean, I'm not. Later Priest is just. I we've discussed this. Later Priest is like not my jam. Yeah, I I, I, I even, like with, some even of with the... even with Halford. Yeah. But and but jugulated was just not at all. No, they they try they they tried a little bit too hard to be like a uh, a speed metal band. Got you, mm. you know, and it just it didn't work. 
It didn't work. They need to stick to like priests should really have stuck to their to their roots. Yeah. You know, new new wave of British heavy metal. Mm-hmm. You know that that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I I love Judas Priest. I fucking oh, yeah. I I always will love Judas Priest. They're they're awesome, and I love all the a lot of the stuff. But I mean, when it got some of the later the later releases, I was just nah. See, not I my thing. I got back into them when uh, I got back into them when Halford came back. Mm. You know, they're like Nostradamus is a really good record. Yes. I don't know if I ever got back into them. I really uh, don't. See, unlike unlike you. I love uh, Jim and I love Painkiller. Yes, that's a great fucking record. Yes, damn. You know, damn. Right away, we gotta just jump on that bandwagon. Well, no, it's not a bandwagon. You're just left behind. No, no, no. It's a bandwagon. It ain't bandwagon. It's, it's a bandwagon. good fucking album. No, you two jump on the fucking. You know, let's. Jesus Christ! Here we go. Every Fuck. fucking. Time I built the fucking up. first wheel in that wagon. <laughs> all right. All right. That's all I got. For that's the, that's, that's all I had to. Okay. K. Second album from a power metal band. Called Camelot Dominion. Yes, Lo- love. Oh, just see. There you go. Camelot with a K. I like Camelot. Ham- Camelot with a K. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Why not spell Camelot with a K? Well, there was probably Camelot with a C. Oh, okay. There so probably they was. had to be different. Yeah. Well, well, no, no. <laughs> You're spelling with a K. You want to be different? <laughs> no, he's a silly bunt. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Monty Python, um, the 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 uh, role playing game is coming out next year. Yes. Now I was originally all in for two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Everything. Um, after thinking about it, it, it ends tomorrow. But after thinking about it, seeing it played, I've dropped down. I'm now at the hundred ten dollar bid. Uh huh. I'm not getting the extra uh, Felice Felice fucking cow game. Yeah, which was special like, <laughs> yeah, which was like a hundred extra dollars for just an extra game. Oh boy! And also the I I got the book cover that looks more Monty Python. Yeah. Than the more expensive book cover. Yeah. For thirty dollars more, you get like this leather bound, beautiful, yeah, beautiful looking book cover. But I got the one that looks more Monty Python. So I'm now getting the dice, the coconut dice rollers. Yes, um, coconut dice rollers. Co- yes, coconut dice rollers. Oh my god, nice. Um, you know the the screens and all that, the penguin stuff. You know, yeah. I'm not getting it till next October. I just say I've 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 dropped my bid from 250 to 110 because I felt that it was a bit too much. No. No. You know, there's a game coming out that uh, I'm actually looking at getting. What? Oh. It's a it's a, tra- a Trailer Park Boys card game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what though? I mean, it doesn't mean it's going to be just cuz it's based on an IP doesn't mean it's going to be bad. It really doesn't. There are some I mean, if they weren't so expensive and I mean this in all seriousness, Jim. There are some Lord of the Rings games out there. That I would absolutely love to buy you for your birthday or Christmas. But they're so fucking expensive. They are extremely expensive, but I know you would absolutely love them. Ah. Right. See, I, like, I, I, I love the Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. And this is like, uh, well, maybe the game is good. I, it's, it's like a, it, it's like a, uh, a fucking stupid card game. Well, Cards Against Humanity, but Trailer Park Boys themed. Okay then. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. No, well, Awkward no. silence and stares. No, I mean I just thought when he said it would be. I mean I'm always like open to a new game with a new IP, but it's Cards Against Humanity with Trailer Park Boys references. So great, we're gonna have to talk about like I don't know beers and cats and some half naked guy. Or... Oh come on now, that ain't even bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. I tried watching it. I tried. Get past the first season. Oh, that's like listening to Anvil. No, start, start. My brain can only handle that. I mean, 
And I'm doing this shit for the fans. You know what? The fanvilles. You can you can you can watch Fuck you. Lips. You can you, you can watch the TV show, but have Mbop playing in your headphones. Yeah, but then I won't. I believe me. I, <laughs> no, you gotta hear what Bobble says. Look, look, I'll be honest. Now and may and then, this is gonna sound really bad. Ah, uh-huh. but maybe I don't think I like it because they're Canadian. I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe if the Trailer Park Boys was more made in Central PA, I think it would maybe hit a. No, no. For that, you need to watch Letter Kenny. That's that's the one I was trying to think of. Jesus Christ. Letter allegedly. Allegedly, if if. Oh, that's fucking hilarious! Uh, that yo, show. Letter Kenny's fucking great. Oh my god. It, uh, it, it's a Canadian version of Palmerton. <laughs> fucking, that fucking episode. Wait, it's fucking Canadian. Where the possum was in the fucking church. Yeah, he got fucking rabies. <laughs> yeah, and Darry got bit. I only, I saw one scene he from passed Letter. Out at the fucking I actually table. saw a scene from Letter Kenny. Okay. And I don't know, I don't know what I was searching for on YouTube that it, I went down this rabbit hole and found it. And and please don't judge me, but it was it was this episode where I guess there were swingers. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, and the fat guy couldn't figure it out. Oh, oh, Squirrely Dan <laughs> yeah, couldn't yeah. figure and, it out. Yeah. No, it's like, it's like, no, he's like, are they part of the lifestyle? The yeah. having fun lifestyle? I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. The lifestyle. No, that, yeah, that, that's the McMurray's, the swingers. <laughs> and I, I was like, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. Hey, you boys want to talk about cunt? <laughs> Go ahead, hashtag slit slam 97. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I guess. I'm sorry. I tried Trailer Park Boys and I just, I just couldn't. Good. Try Letter Kenny. Nope. There's a hot chick in it. Give your balls a tug, you tit fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Jonesy. <laughs> Your mom shot come across, clear across my room, threw off the pH balance of my fish tank. Killed my Siamese fighting fish. Jesus Christ. Okay. Back to the case. Back to the case. Kiss, Carnival of Souls. Yes, the final Yeah. The final Kiss album with Bruce Kulick. Yes. And I think and we probably talked about this one on We, we did we, on we, the weren't, deep we dive. weren't impressed on the deep dive. No. It, so it was It was it, the album was never supposed it was never supposed to see the light of day. It was demos. What? Yeah. Yeah, the Carnival of Souls. Carnival yeah. of Souls. Yeah, they were obligated to put something out. Oh my god! And that's why this came out because mm-hmm. this is when they got back together with Ace and Peter. Yeah, Eric. They gave Eric Singer the boot, and they gave Bruce Kulick the boot. The boot. Stop! 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 Boot. Yeah, that's all I got for the case. Same here. Uh, you got any case? Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Blue and black. Blue good, black. good yeah. song, great guitar player. Yeah, that was that was too much. Out he was there. young, wasn't he? Very young. That's what I thought. Yeah, Kenny Wayne Shepherd. I he's young. He's like significantly younger than us. I think. Well, I think when even when this album came out, I thought it was only like maybe seventeen, seventeen or eighteen yeah, when this came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, that's all the K's. All right, so we're on L's. L's. I got one. Limp Biscuit. Yep, dollar bill, y'all. Yep, same here. But it wasn't the one with all their hits. No, no, that was the next one. Yep, this yeah. one had counterfeit oh. on it. And I don't even have this fucking album. Yeah, I looked up the track list. I'm like, shit, that, none of the songs I know are on this one. Uh, I, I, when I, if was you, this a debut? Yeah. yeah. If, you were, if you were to hear Counterfeit, you'd remember. You'd it. remember Counterfeit. Yeah. But this is another band where um, the, the rest of the guys got dragged down because of the singer. Because Fred, Fred Durst is a fucking terrible, terrible, terrible person. This is where the red hat backwards all the fucking time came from, too. And you know? there he fucking turns his hat backwards. There you go. What a douche. Mm. But, Doucha. I mean, Sam, Sam Rivers is a really, really good bass player. 
very talented bass player. Um, Wes Borland is a criminally underrated guitar yep. player. Wes Borland's a great fucking guitar player. And you know who their DJ is? Mm. It's DJ Lethal from House of Pain. Mm. Oh. Huh. So stick that in your pipe and smoke it. All right. And I did it all for the nookie. Yeah, I was more that uh, that, that fan of Limp Biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. boy. <laughs> hey, I mean, it, there was they, there was a vacuum. They had filled that vacuum. Oh my God! Did they fill it for a hot minute? Oh yeah, they fucking Limp Biscuit yeah. was Holy everywhere. Shit. Two year two years later, would they would destroy an entire airfield? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it only took them two years to do it. <sighs> they were a theme song to the Undertaker. Yep, the air raid mix of Roland. Yeah. Oh my God. Which is, I mean, they were. I mean, everybody. I mean, everybody. As much as that, nobody likes Limp Biscuit. They didn't fucking go triple platinum for nobody. Right. And, and so, but, you know, I kind of got to blame The Undertaker because not only did he use, you know, a Limp Biscuit song for a hot minute. Yeah. He used Kid Rock, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> All right. All right. Any M's? M's. A I few, got M's. A, a few in the M's. Yes, definitely a few in the M's. I got one, too. Yeah. Uh, Megadeth, Cryptic Writings. Yes. Which had trust on it. I got one before that. Yeah. I have Machine Heads till the uh, the more things change. Okay. Um, you know, Machine Head really coming into it at all. It's not quite to the level of like the blackening. Yeah. Which is like their apex to me. But it's Machine Head. Mm-hmm. It's good. Rob Flynn's a fucking brilliant, brilliant songwriter and guitar player. Phil Demel is another criminally underrated guitar player. Okay. But I fucking love Machine Head. Those guys are great. And the number one M. You need to go back to Megadeth. We need to talk about Megadeth. Why? It wasn't that good of an album. Oh, my God. It was a fucking terrible album. Yeah, I Cryptic Writings was, was not good. It was shite. Trust was all right. Has that was about my, it. She-Wolf? Yeah. Shite. I didn't, really, I didn't really care for the album. Use the Man? My, shite. My, the best, and I know we can have a disagreement about it, but the best, the best Megadeth album, in my opinion, is Countdown to Extinction. I, I'll put that up. I'll put that up. High, way higher than Cryptic Writings. That would yeah. be my number two. Yeah. I'll put that way higher than but Cryptic right, Writings. Right after that is like, you know, so far so good. Yes. Uh, killing is my business. Yes. You know, Th- this one. All is, the shit is like. This one is way the fuck down. Yeah. Well, it's way to. Okay. It is. Now, looking back, maybe it is. <laughs> but I, I like the album. This, is, this might be terrible. lower than euthanasia for me. Yeah, definitely. Not, But a little higher than risk. Yeah. I call him 1-1-A. One, one yeah. Or 10 10 A, yeah. as the case may be. Did we do a Megadeth deep dive? No. no. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right. No, I got our next deep dive. All right. Okay. Well, we got the mother of all the M's, Metallica Reload. <sighs> yes. Not a, not a bad record. No, I looked at the track list to remember what was on it. And, of course, it starts off with, give me food, give me fire, give me some It's Yeah, that. But yeah, that is you know, ooh. And then until it sleeps, the memory remains. Memory bad remains, seed. It. Yep. I mean, there was all oh, this album had too Low much. man's lyric. Yes. There's a lot of good stuff on this. There is. But oh. like we talked about on the deep dive, you could take load. You could take reload. Yep. Cut the fat from both records and have one killer fucking album. The mother load. Right. There oh. You go. <laughs> Fortune, <laughs> fortune, fame, Miravain, gone insane, but the memory remains. Yeah, this had Unforgiven 2 on it. Yes. Which, you know what? It grew on me. The more I listened to it, and I don't like the original Unforgiven, 
And it, that had to grow on me the same way Unforgiven 2 had to grow on me. But I'm still not sold on Unforgiven 3. I was going to say, there's an Unforgiven 3 on... Uh, yeah. That was it's, on uh, it's Death Magnetic. It's, it's, yeah. it's as bad as Primus's... Um, uh, what 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 the the one he does so many uh, the fisherman, John the John fisherman. the fisherman. There's so many uh, on every album. The continuing the, saga uh, of John, John the, the fisherman. fisherman. Come on, yeah. Oh yeah. Every Primus record, there's a John At the least, fisherman yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun though. Yep. Uh, you got anything else? Yep. Motley Crue, Generations Fine, The Return of Vince Neil, and yeah, and then the Oh my God, what the hell happened? Yeah, I remember deep diving this one, which you people sadly didn't hear. Because because Peyton sh- fucked everything up. No, it wasn't Peyton. <laughs> it wasn't, Peyton wasn't running the board. Peyton wasn't running nothing. It was Peyton. All right, it was Peyton. I love you, Python. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. You know it was Peyton. Cause oh. she had, I had to listen to that shit because of you, Peyton. So I got a beef, and that's going to be forever. <laughs> that's a mighty long time. <laughs> but I'm here to tell beef. you. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you. This is something else. Yeah, that's it for the I a- got M's. another M. Oh, as, I, I know as do I. I know which one his M is. The debut <laughs> of the mighty, incomparable, unfucking believable Mudvayne, Kill Iota. Really? Yes. It's it's a, a an EP. Their their full length LD fifty hadn't come out yet. Okay. This is an EP, but it is the debut of Mudvayne. All right. And you know. What are you fucking tap dancing over there? Mudvayne is just Sorry, I had going on such a fucking killer band. Um, you know, I, 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 at the risk of sounding like Ricky Rackman, Ryan Martin is one of my favorite fucking bass players of all time. You know, I, oh, I, 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 he was fucking incredible. Chad Gray is a great singer. Greg Tribbett is a great guitar player. Ryan McDonough is a great fucking drummer. Uh, the, these guys are so eclectic. And everything is fucking strange and odd. Yes. I don't think they could write a song in 4-4 time. I think everything has to be in an odd tempo, (laughs) in an odd time signature. I think that's contractually obligated or something. Mm. But it fucking sounds so goddamn good. Mm. Damn my vascular system for landing me in the hospital. Yeah. You know, because I was supposed to see him. (laughs) <laughs> but she had Bella had a blast I, You know if, I, Oh my god If I couldn't go I'm glad Bella had a good time She had a fucking blast Alright Moving on You got yeah, any no, M's? No more M's There's no more M's I got an M There's no more M's Come on No we're going right to the end It's just one M I, it's, it's, Go it's, I have one uh, And you'll know the song Cause it was fucking everywhere What? Sex and Candy Marcy Playground Yes That's not what you've written down You prick What do you mean? Marcy Playground Sex and Candy Hang on. We already talked about Meredith Brooks. So I'm not going to bring that up again. Okay. I, I, if he can't fucking see it, I ain't saying it. So fuck it. So sex. Yes. You asshole. That's the one you keep dedicating to me. Yes. When well, no, it. I'm not you, mentioning that one because he's going to. Good. No. That, we're not mentioning yes, that one. Yes, I am. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, I am. The, yeah. Saving it for punk, buddy. Uh, oh, yeah. Marcy Playground. Sex and Candy. That song is everywhere. Yes. And every band I have that, that, does, that covers it, <laughs> if Bill's at a show, Sex and Candy gets dedicated to Bill. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bill, this Bill song is for you. Candy. He did that shit while I was running the board. I kept thinking I could just mute him right Ooh, now. That, and the best part is that was at a gay bar. That was at Rumors. 
That was at every one we did. But oh, but you were working the yeah. board at Rumors, I think. Now, yeah, the, there was a show at um, <laughs> the show at um, the Moose Lodge. Oh, at the Moose, where you were telling me to keep whoever was playing bass. It was some kid. Oh, Devin. Yeah, you told me to just keep him in check, right? This prick put his bass really like he put the volume really low while he was on stage. Uh huh. So you know, I kept the volume kind of where it needed it to be. All of a sudden, the bass starts getting louder. He turned it up. So I'm like, I, I'm turning it down on the board. The bass is getting louder. I'm turning it on. It's like, what the fuck? I'm thinking I'm doing something wrong here. <laughs> and then like, finally, I called on Devin. Turn your fucking bass down. Yeah. I mean, he kept turning up his bass. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Johnny's kid. Our drummer's kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Devin. Oh. Ugh. Hell of a bass player. Yeah. But he, you, you just uh, keep him at level with everybody else. Even, you know, even better drummer. Fucking kid can Oh my god Can that kid play Can that kid rock Oh yeah That kid can <laughs> rock <laughs> Alright You got any M Ends No No in the ends Napalm death Inside the torn apart Yeah Nightwish also released Angels fall first But I didn't list it Cause I don't think I don't know if I was even Listening to Nightwish At this time Yeah I might have gotten them later You got any O's Oh yeah What you got Two of the best O's What Overkill from the underground And below Right I really? Li- I just listened to it. It is Bobby Ellsworth's favorite fuck did I album. Miss that one. Bobby Ellsworth says it was his favorite album, so I ha- I gave it a complete listen be- as I was making supper tonight. Uh-huh. Excellent album. I can see why it's his favorite. It's uh, it, it's it's And there's a fucking ballad on it. Yes. You know? It's a great Motorhead uh, great yeah. Motorhead great oh. Overkill record. Yeah, awesome. I run, From the underground and below. What yeah. the fuck's on that? F- uh fucked uh, FUKT. Yeah, if you <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the names of the songs now. I mean, I just listened to it. It's, they're all like, all the songs are right around five minutes. Oh, so none of them overstay their welcome. Yeah, but yeah, they're, yeah. They're absolute wonderful songs. I do have one before that, alphabetically. What? I have obituaries. Alphabet- uh, alphabetically. Alphabetically, I've got obituaries back from the dead. All right. Good record. If you if you're into obituary, you'll dig it. Uh, not much to say. It's you know good Florida death metal. Yeah, and I listed this, you know, because I don't do greatest hits album. I put on the Osman cometh. Yeah, because I don't do greatest hits albums, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I actually own that one, and I didn't. I didn't bring a prop. I'm sorry, but <laughs> great, it's a great album. Okay, you got any O's? I have one O. What's that? Uh, Our Lady Peace. Uh, uh-huh. Song is Superman's Dead. The album was clumsy. Nah, that sounds familiar. I, you, it's you would, familiar, but yeah. Fuck him. Fuck exactly. Him. Fuck him in the ass with a cactus. I enjoyed it. You would. I know. Uh, two Pig Destroyer records. You got any peas? I do have the... I have one. The peas the last thing I have. I got a pea. What's yeah, that? I got a pea. Uh, Primus is the Brown Album. Yes. Which was a play on the White Album and the Black Album. You have nothing after P. No, nothing. So, this is Brr. the one that has Shake Hands with Beef, yep. Puddin', Puddin' Time, and Kalamazoo. Some great, great stuff on this one as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, after the peas, I kind of just went. There's a lot of stuff that I listened to and well, know of, but I didn't highlight it because it's like I wasn't listening to this shit at the time. 97, I wasn't listening to all this do stuff. You, do you have anything in P? Puddle of Mud dropped their first album on an independent label. I couldn't even see what. I never heard of it before. It was called uh, Abrasive. Okay. That was probably, probably before Wes Scantlin was forced to fire his entire band. You don't know that story, huh? That was in that would have been ninety nine. When Wes Scantlin got signed, when Puddle of Mud got signed. Yes. 
Wes Scantlin had to fire his entire band, and they put a whole new band together. That's Seriously. How, that's how management works. That's Holy how management works. fuck. Why don't they just fire the band themselves? Well, no, no. The, his, like the management said, and the label got together and said, ah, uh, that guy's fat, that guy's ugly kind of thing. Um, we need people that are more photogenic. But Bowling for Soup gets a contract? Yeah, I know. When the guitar player is like 700 pounds. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, I didn't know that story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wes Scantlin, fire, like, he had to fire the entire yeah. band. A uh, puddle of mud, as we found them with... There we go. With later on, um, it was all like... Essentially, you know, a prefab band. Okay. I doubt, I have a cue. I figured you would. Queensryche, here in the now frontier. One of the last really good Queensryche records for a while. Um, it, it it's they, they were they had come down off the high of mind crime and empire by this point, mm-hmm. uh, but they hadn't slipped as low as Q2K yet. What was the album with the ear, ear on it? That was this one here in the now frontier. Okay, well, this is I have this and I saw them on this tour. Okay, you got any any cues or anything? I have nothing until R. Well, okay, I've, I've got an R. What do you got? Probably the same one you have. Ramstein. Yes. This is the Ramstein that got everybody into them. Yes. Duhast. This had Duhast on yes. it? Yes. Senshut has Duhast. Oh. Yes. Yes. This is uh, like Ramstein's major label debut. Okay. Um, Good fucking record. Good band. A lot of fun. Oh, Ramstein is awesome all around. I just, as I said, I, was, I don't know if I was listening to this stuff. I couldn't. Oh, this was in the basement. I was too busy researching Anvil. You prick. At the end of this out, at the end of this list, that's why I went to shit. <laughs> uh, I, I I have another R. Uh, the Rollins Band released the Coming and Burn album. Okay. This is a little bit before Henry really got th- broke through with Rollins Band. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is before Low Self Opinion and Liar and all that okay. stuff. All that stuff comes on uh, like End of the Silence and Wait and. Shit like that a little bit later. You know, when you think about that, though, when you. Rollins did a spoken word on Tool Undertow. Yeah. In the one. I thought. Wow, okay. Yeah, Henry. Well, you got to understand, Henry's been around forever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with the Black Flag stuff. You know, Henry's been around since the early 80s. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> like, this is. The Rollins band starting to come into their own. Mm-hmm. And in a few years, we're really going to get into some good yeah. shit from Is the Rollins Is that that fucking band. video where everything's fucking red? Yeah, that's liar. That's liar. Yeah. <laughs> that's liar. And he's dressed as a cop. Yeah. yeah. Which is ironic. Oh, shit. So, Jim, do you have anything else in your R's? <clears throat> no? No yes. comment. All right. So well, your, arse is, your R's are empty? My R's is yeah. clear. Okay, so we can go into your ass. Yes. We can go to Jim Dass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Uh, I, I do have I do have an S. I have Saxon's Unleash the Beast, mm-hmm. which I, I full disclosure I didn't listen to the record, but Randy's been playing online slots. Okay. Okay. And one of his favorite machines to play is actually a fucking Saxon themed machine. Oh, that's weird. Really? It's a Saxon-themed slot machine. There's a few metal bands. There's a Testament-themed hmm. one. Um, 
but one of them is Saxon. And to trigger like the the trigger the respin bonus, yeah, you have to get a bike and Biff the singer. <laughs> And the fucking soundtrack is great. It's got like Dallas 1 AM, 747, Wheels of Steel, Denim and Leather, Princess of the Night. You know, it's like, Randy showed me this. He's like, Dad, you know who Saxon is? I'm like, yeah, I fucking love Saxon. You know who Saxon is. Vivian yeah. had a Saxon shirt. Exactly. I fucking love Saxon. He shows me this. I'm like, whoa, that's awesome. <laughs> but anyway. Um, then also Scorpion's Deadly Sting, which is like the best of the Mercury year stuff. Yeah, so you got I some. I, I don't do, do best of. That. I had that. Some earlier stuff. Shut it. <laughs> See now, my uh, like, I I never I never got a real big. I never got into like the later Scorpions. Like pretty much, I was. I had my fill of the Scorpions after Blackout. Okay. You know when there's when they start doing stuff like teasing, pleasing. I was like, nah, I'm done. Oh, that was a guy. And that w- winds of change. We played that with Valhalla. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But then again, I brought, I was brought up. My my introduction to the Scorpions was stuff like Tokyo Tapes and songs like The Sales of Sharon. Yeah. And Steam Rock Fever. And He's a Woman, She's a Man. Virgin Killer. You know, all the great stuff with Uli Roth on guitar. Yeah. Before And, and not to knock Matthias Jobs, because he's a great fucking guitar player in his own right. But the Scorpions, it's almost two different bands. Once you get past uh, probably the Blackout record, they become a lot more commercial. Strictly commercial. Uh, I got uh, I have Seven Dusts debut. Yep, they I, I was shy. I was like, oh Christ, that long ago. Yeah, we're fucking old. Yeah, we are. And then the next one makes me, uh, you know, makes me feel. Good because I I played with these guys at Crocodile Rock. Uh, Shadows Fall released "Somber Eyes to the Sky" this year. Oh, at Shadows Fall, uh, criminally underrated band. Their one guitar player, John Dinius, now plays with Anthrax. No shit. Yes, and uh, a couple of years ago, when I saw Anthrax at Mayhem Festival, it was when Charlie Benante's mother was sick. Uh huh. And they had Shadows Falls. Drummer, fill in for him, Jason Bittner. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, ph- phenomenal band. He's warming up his fingers. I'm getting heat. Oh, um, my God. Then I also have Six Feet Under's Warpath. Uh, Chris Barnes formed Six Feet Under shortly before this. He had left Cannibal Corpse. Oh, okay. Um, so it's Snot released Get Some. Snot. <laughs> yes. Uh, Snot Shat, it's all the same. If there's a fluid, they named somebody. Else. That's right. Um, Soundgarden released their A-Sides compilation. Yep. And guys we talked about a minute ago, or I mm-hmm. talked about a minute ago, Strapping Young Lad released the City album. This is that fucking weirdo Devin Townsend. He's a fucking, he's fucking strange. <laughs> but an, an amazing musician and a brilliant songwriter. Do you have any S's? Yes. What do you got? Uh... Silver Chair's second album releases. And nobody bought it. Freak Show. I bought it. Okay, three people bought it. <laughs> abuse me. That was that was that was everywhere. I will not abuse you, not Come even on, if please. you pay me. Please. Abuse you me said more. You were gonna hit him with a stick. Yes. <laughs> but that's for my pleasure. Using, using a crop. <laughs> Come on, abuse me more. I like it. There you go. I know the song. Freak. 
On that's, a leash? That's on there. No, that's freak. Um, I'm a weirdo. Oh, no, that's creep. You guys are going to rag on me for this one. No. When no. we ever? All the time. I would never. All the time. I would never. Smash Mouth's debut album Fuck comes out. Fuck them. Fuck an awesome Some, band. Somebody wants to. It's not on this one. Oh, shit. It's not on this one. Well, fuck it. It's a terrible this, album. This is, this is Walking on the Sun. Oh. Um, might as well be Walking yes, on the Sun. Yes. Heave Ho, Beer Goggles, Pet Names. Why can, uh, They do a cover of Wars, Why Can't We Be Friends. Uh. The Fonz is on there. I'm flipping him Don't off. Don't be flipping oh, me off. This is such a fun album. Yeah. It's Smash me, Mouth. It's fucking shite. It's me, Smash Mouth. It it's was shite. Yeah. Me and Andy went to go see them and uh, Third Eye Blind when he was going out to Rutgers. They were playing out out, out by there. Me and Andy went on to go a, on see a them. On there or did somebody lose a No, bet? we fucking loved it. Okay. Well, I'm except just... for Third Eye Blind. They fucking suck because he, he, he would sing us. He was one of those people that would sing a song. And then start talking like political speech for like five ten minutes. Oh, Megadeth show! Yeah. It, <laughs> but with, it was like all, all I'm like fucking just play you ass with infinitely less talent. Yeah, yes, just... you're not wrong. Um, and you'll know this song. Uh, the album is floored by Sugar Ray. Fuck your second them. album, Sugar Fly. Wait. Come on. Uh, this is when. Wanna this, fly. Remember, I told you they used to be metal? No. They used to be metal? And then they, this is this is their debut? No, this is their second album. Yeah. 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 This yeah. is their debut yeah. and they're not metal. Yeah. Fuck Mark McGrath no. with a mackerel. Yeah. No, no, no. With a mackerel. <laughs> we moved on from cactus. Now we're using oily fish. Yes, this is why when you would see like Ricky Rackman on the Headbangers Ball stuff. Mark McGrath was there, <laughs> and it was like, people were like, why the fuck is Mark McGrath there? Well, because Ricky liked him when he did metal. Right. They were friends then. Oh, uh, fuck. That's all my S's. Thank fucking God. I got nothing up until you. Yeah, there's not much in the T's. I have Third Eye Blind, their debut, Semi-Charmed Life, yeah, yeah Graduate, me. How's It Gonna Be, uh, Jumper. Meh. And that's all I got until V. Okay, for you, I got UDO, which is Udo Dirkschneider's yes. solo band. Uh, he released Solid this year. Mm-hmm. And then I got nothing up until W. Uh, what? Veruca Salt's second album. Hey. Can't Fight the Seether. That was, that, was, that was on their first one. Okay. But uh, this one had a single... Uh, uh, the album was called Eight Arms to Hold You. Had a little octopus on the front. Little, nice, I little so tried octopus. to get Valerie's name to be that. What, Veruca Salt? No, just Veruca. Oh, Veruca Salt. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa and was having none of it. <laughs> I don't blame her. I thought it was great. I mean, because especially when we watched World of War. Veruca. Come on. <laughs> I still call her Veruca now and oh, again. Oh, God. And she doesn't understand the reference. Well, the single that was. You need to fix that. This. The single that was big off of that album was uh, Volcano Girls. Yep. It's, it's yeah. And uh, first song I think I ever downloaded. Really? It might be. Illegally? No, no, it was legal because oh. it was on Usenet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? The fuck? Well, it wasn't on Kaza or any of the really bad shit. All right, here's, here's. W, I got Wasps. Uh, wasps, I, I, I got, Kill, Fuck, Die. I got one more. What? You'll know the song. Probably, and I'll probably hate it. No. Come on. You don't hate Bitter, everything. Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Fuck them. Come on. Wait What's a minute. What's up, Bittersweet? I thought that was The Verve pipe. No, no that, that was, was The, the Verve. Freshman. Oh. Yeah, Bittersweet Symphony was all right. See? 
It's terrible. Yes. Walking down the street, knocking into people. That's more. I'm more like rapping about the song. Oh my god! And some of them people might be extras, and the ones they look kind of pissed because I just bumped into an old man for no fucking reason. All right, notable disbandments. <laughs> disbandments. <laughs> yes, Jane's Addiction broke up again after reforming this year. Yeah, and then they reformed again in 2001. Uh, the Rollins Band broke up this year and reformed in '99. Mm-hmm. Wow. Soundgarden. Broke up. Yep. And then reformed in 2010. And that's pretty much it. Notable events in heavy metal. Motley Crue and Vince Neil reconcile their differences and release Generation Swine, which Mm -hmm. we talked about. Black Sabbath reunites the original lineup. Um, uh, And, you know, because, like I said, because uh, Sharon and Ronnie couldn't get along and Ronnie wasn't going to fucking open for Ozzy. So Sharon said, fuck you. Then we'll put Black Sabbath back together. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, Mike Muir and Mike Clark mm-hmm. get suicidal back together. We were wrong. It wasn't, yeah, Rocky, it wasn't George. Rocky. Okay. It was Mike Clark, the rhythm guitar player. Um, and you know, later on Dave Lombardo ended up playing drums for mm-hmm. him, but Rocky George did end up coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mentors, front man, the one and only El Duce, is killed. Mentors, okay. Then. Yep. Yeah, El Duce. You might know him from also from the Anthrax. Uh, you know, like El Duce says, "Smell my anal vapor, or wipe my butt with your face." Toilet paper. Yo, watch the beat. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's the um, line. <laughs> woo. Um, El Duce was uh, the front man of the mentors. Yep. And the story goes. Watch okay. You got to watch the well, Kurt and Courtney. Watched it. Okay, you got to watch Kurt. There's two documentaries on Cobain. You got to watch. You got to watch Soaked in Bleach, and then there's a low rent British one called Kurt and Courtney. And they talked to El Duce in Kurt and Courtney, and Duce claims that Courtney Love paid tried to pay him fifty thousand dollars to snuff out Kurt. Strangely enough, three days after Duce does this ref does this interview, yep. he got hit by a fucking train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the way back from the liquor store to his house. I mean, look, I, I know I know there's a lot of conspiracy theories about Courtney Love having something to do with both of the, the deaths. Uh-huh. I think you give her way too much fucking credit. I mean <laughs> I've I've well, heard her songwriting. And it, if her songwriting, I mean, look, she's like the female Anvil. Dude. No. All I will say. It's no, not no, that good. Wait, no. All I will say is money is a hell of a motivator. I, I, I just, and the, the story goes, like, if you watch Soaked in Bleach, which was done by the private investigator that Courtney hired to look for Kurt. Yeah. The story goes, Kurt was looking to divorce Courtney. There was no prenup. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was no prenup. Now, she was going to get a settlement, but Kurt was worth more dead to her because then she became the sole heir of Kurt's library. songwriting, yep. the library, the publishing. It was all to her and Francis. And because Francis was a minor, it was all to her. We're going to get snuff driving home one of these days now. Well, because I'm talking about Courtney. <laughs> no, no, it's, she's not in the news anymore. I mean, shit. I, I'm t- this is the same woman. Who threw makeup shit at McDonough 
to to get on like MTV News at certain with Kurt Loder. Yeah, she's, she's terrible. Not, she's a fucking terrible person. But she's not. It's, I mean, look, I, I watch. I've watched Columbo, the Rockford Files, and all that. People that do murders have at least a lick of sense, and they even get caught. She didn't. No, she didn't do the murder. She didn't pull the trigger. She just hired. She she farmed it out. I don't know. I, I she farmed it out. If you look at look at it objectively, and I fucking despise Nirvana, but I can still look at this objectively. Okay. The evidence don't add up. See, I don't. I just said I don't know. It I mean, does not add up. Right, but I mean, look, she people people smarter than her get caught for dumber things. <laughs> not yet, but but. That's when you have a fucking police department that's not either either a corrupt or b on the tape or b and I don't know. I don't know. I just the fucking the police department in that town completely fucking bungled that investigation. Yeah. I mean, totally fucking bungled it. But anyway, I don't want to talk about Nirvana anymore. Yes. Um, also, this is a banner year in heavy music for one other notable reason. This is the year Corey Taylor joins Slipknot. Ah. The original incantation of Slipknot that that have, did not have Corey Taylor. No. Oh boy. A guy by the name name of Anders Kilsefni was the original singer of Slipknot, and 1997 is the year that Corey Taylor left the original version of Stone Sour. Okay. And joined Slipknot. See, everybody's like, "Oh, Stone Sour is a side project." No, Slipknot was started as a side project. Got you. It was a bunch of guys from around the Des Moines, Iowa mm-hmm. music scene got together, kind of like Mushroomhead did before in Cleveland. Yeah. Mushroomhead was like a group of guys that got together from different bands in Cleveland um, from like, uh, shit, I'm trying to remember some of the names. But anyway, they got together and put on all the, put on the masks yes. and stuff yep. so nobody would know who they were, you know, that they were with another band. Yeah. And that's how Mushroomhead was formed. And Mushroomhead took off. Same thing with Slipknot. It was guys that were together. And I give Sean Crahan all the credit in the world for this. He had the vision for Slipknot. And he made it happen. Yeah. And the missing piece to that puzzle was Corey Taylor. I have never in my life seen a a front man hold a crowd in the palm of his hands the way Corey Taylor can. Yeah. The only guy I see going now that comes close is Randy Blythe of, of Lamb of God. Because you saw what Randy did oh, to yeah. the crowd at PPL. Oh, yeah. And Corey does the same thing. Corey gets them into a frenzy. But, yeah, that was, uh, that was a very interesting time, 1997 in metal. Do you got anything to add, Jim, uh, from your alternative shit? No, I got... Uh... I got I got nothing here else on my list. <laughs> Fucking alternative trash. Now we're gonna get to the good stuff. The punk rock of nineteen ninety seven. Uh Blink one eighty two releases Dude Ranch this year. Yep. Good mall punk good you know, mall punk, pop that's punk. Why, that's right, that's why when I like pop punk was fucking everywhere. And the next one I'm gonna mention is one of the main reasons for that. Green Day released Nimrod. Yes. Hitching a ride. Uh, nice guys finish last. A lot yep. of good stuff on this. Time record. of your life. Time of your life. You know that which, and G- Billy Joe Armstrong. He's like people ragged on us for putting out time of your life. But what was more punk rock than putting a fucking ballad on a ra- on a record? <laughs> How about it? it? Was and it was just an acoustic. Yeah, that was it. 
it, it's such a dumb reason. Well, yeah. What's more punk rock? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's fine. It could go either way. It could go either way. Next, you have no effects with so long and thanks for all the shoes. Jesus Christ. Then we, Pennywise put out full circle. It's it's Pennywise. It's a it's your typical Pennywise record. You know what you're gonna get. Yeah. Um, the Offspring puts out Ixnay on the Ombre. Love this awesome fucking album. album. Amazing album. Oh my god. And uh, it's it is the home to my favorite Offspring. Ah, uh, yep. Gone away. Yep. I wanted to fu- if if I needed another reason to fucking want to strangle Ivan Moody, <laughs> I got it when them cocksuckers touched this song. Who's that again? Five finger dick punch. Oh, did they fucking cover this? No, they 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 what they, they did. It. They it's an abomination, <laughs> is what it is. It's an abomination. Um, that song that that's one of those songs where sometimes I can listen to it, sometimes I can't. Yeah, there are times it'll come on. I just like I got I I gotta skip it because it's gonna make me think of Mark. This is this is when they started having those weird intros and shit too, and outros on yep. the albums. I mean, it made it made it fun. Well, no, I, that, they did that on Smash. Yeah, they did it on Smash too. But uh, and Little Americana Mar- had a lot of them. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about Americana in a couple of years. Yeah, it's coming up. Um, then the Misfits released their first album with Mikhail Graves. They released American Psycho. Okay, and I, I saw that. I I went into you know. The history of this album, the first album without uh, dancing. Yes, because they had gotten together. Jerry only and uh, Doyle had gotten the Misfits back together because now they somehow, somehow, a fucking judge awarded them the name. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how. And and I I never knew this. Do you know why? Do you know why Jerry goes by Jerry only? Why? When they put the first record out. They had they spelled his last name wrong, and he says anymore. I just want to be known. I just want just put Jerry only on there, only Jerry. And so they put Jerry only. And now he now he went by Jerry only. I'm like, oh okay. Yep. And then Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein. Yep. Um. And then of course back in the day you had Arthur Googie on the drums, but uh, you know the Misfits released American Psycho, which isn't a bad record. Uh, the Mikhail Grave stuff isn't terrible, but it's not the Misfits. Mm. To me, the Misfits will always be Glenn Danzig. All right. Well, I know the Misfits put some great stuff out between those periods. Uh, I'm, I'm not. They did, but to me, it's it just seems different. It seems right. seems a little weird. And then I only picked one of his albums, but he put like four of them out this year. Um, what? Gigi Allen and the uh, Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies. They put out an album called Out for Blood. Okay. Um, Gigi Allen, if you don't know about him, um, <laughs> he would perform naked a lot of times or just in a jock strap. He was buried in his jock strap and leather jacket. Um, uh, he used to poop on stage and <laughs> smear himself in it. Yeah. Um, and his ultimate goal, he didn't get to do it was to OD on stage. Nice. He did OD. It just didn't yeah. happen on stage. Uh, yeah, Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies. And it's a this is a prime example of a waste of a guy who was actually a brilliant fucking musician. Gigi Allen. I watched a documentary on Gigi Allen. Mm-hmm. He was actually a super intelligent guy and a like a brilliant musician. The guy could play any instrument you put in front of him. Yeah. 
but drugs got a hold of him. Oh yeah, and you know he, this guy was this guy was punk rock as punk as fuck. If you're gonna mm-hmm. if you're gonna shit on stage and roll around at it, hey, more power to you. Holy, not gonna shit. do it. And then the last one I want to bring up is <laughs> the greatest album released in 1997. No. Yes. It was good. It was the best album released in 1997. It was good. The seminal album by the greatest ska punk band in the world. Uh, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones released Let's Face It. You don't don't fucking roll your eyes. You don't have a say in this cuz you don't even like ska. So shut it. I don't know, he can have an opinion. Just like you. Well, you he's, hold, a, he's holding this... Fu- look at him. That's no, okay. No, look, you guys are talking about the best album. Okay? You Wait, got, hang on. Well, we'll, I said no. We'll, we'll, get in, we'll get to everybody's favor here I in a know, minute. I know, but... but okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we, we allowed Jim to run his dick liquor about the no, Foo no, Fighters. I'm not saying... This is not, not a visual thing. I mean, fuck, I can act the way I didn't want. I can act exactly. Like, I can act like an asshole all I want. No one's seeing that. Talk your shit. It's not talking shit, <laughs> but this has some great stuff on it. It's got, of course, the one that you know, the one that broke them. The impression that I get. Yes, uh, it's got Royal Oil, uh, just another drinking song. Uh, let's face it. There's That's so the much other good. One I know uh, the Rascal King. I have this CD. I of uh, yeah, yeah, me too. It's one of a bunch of Boston's discs I have. These guys are so fucking great. And another amazing musician in this band. They're all really good musicians. But uh, Matt Gittleman, the bass fiddleman, their bass player. Uh huh. Oh, the guy's a fucking beast. Wow. The guy's a fucking beast. And, you know, Dickie Barrett, their lead singer, you know what he did after the Boston's? No. He was Jimmy Kimmel's announcer. Really? Yes. Dickie Barrett. Holy shit. Boston proud, boys. Boston now how, proud. How long were they together? But, oh, shit. The Boston's were together for a good 30 years before they broke up. They, fi- they, ca- they finally called it, uh, called it quits for good a year or so ago. The Boston's okay. finally called it quits for good. And, I, you know, I, 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 I absolutely love the Boston's. I love their version of Detroit Rock City. They covered that. Yeah. And Gene's like, uh, yeah, somebody else is doing Detroit Rock City, so uh, pick anything else. And then they used it. They used Gene's voicemail message at the beginning of the video of them doing <laughs> Detroit Rock City. And it was so good that they put it on the Kiss My Ass album. Yeah. <laughs> So it, basically, Dickie and the boys said, fuck you, we're doing it anyway. <laughs> oh, God, such a good record. I love the Boston's. Um, you know, Bill, you can have your opinion. I know you don't like ska. And I, I, like I've said before many times, you got to respect the ska. It's too happy. Well, yeah. For what Fucking mbop. But I need that happy. <sighs> That's only as happy as it needs to be. That you put trumpets and that shit in there. Yeah. And it's like... It's it a little bit of fun. The Boston's are so happy that they have a guy... and He's a member... He was a member of the band. Okay? Yeah. He was a full share member of the band. All he did was fucking dance on stage. Yeah. Well, you see? And that's why whenever I think of Ska, I think of that fucking old guy from the Burger King commercials who did nothing but dance the fuck around. Right. No, you're thinking of... You're thinking of... Uh, and the Six Flags commercials. Yeah. 
Yeah. Either one. Yeah. <laughs> what do Fuck you mean either one. Fucking. Oh God. The the Boston's are the Boston's uh, are just such fun. All right. Just. Uh, I. I don't like Scar. <laughs> <laughs> Horns are off. <laughs> oh God. Ninety seven was a fucking decent year. It was, uh, it's getting downhill. It's, we're going downhill fast, and we're getting more and more into Jim's fucking wheelhouse. <laughs> oh, we're all in this wheelhouse. At this yeah, time. I mean, we had that shit show that is Creed rear their ugly head this year. Yeah. Um, Nickelback's coming up shortly. Fucking Nickelback is I don't know, coming I, up. I don't know where we're going to stop, but I know we're like... 2000. Okay, so we're not going to hit Hoobastank. Oh, God. Oh, I got that album, too. <laughs> of course you do. Jesus. Jim, you were you know, one of, you were you one of a few people that when you go to a... You, know, you would put $10 worth of Hoobastank on the jukebox. The fuck I would. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck was that song? Which one? Crawling in the Dark? That's it. That was the decent one. And then they have to come up with that fucking... The answer shit. <laughs> Because oh. oh. I Bring him back memories. Oh, got bad fucking memories. <laughs> no, this is mixtape memories. Oh, son of a bitch. Ah, oh, God. I, now, this, this is a transitional period for me because now I'm back in the United States. I'm still in the Army, but I'm back yeah. in the United States. Yeah. I'm in Maryland at this point. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, I'm not. Quite the reason that's what it was. The, the, I'm not quite as much of a degenerate as I was. I thought of something, not to cut you off here. I, I just I, I meant to say this earlier and I forgot all about it. I re-listened to the podcast and there was a time last week when you were talking about is this that song with the car in the front yard? That was lit. <laughs> my own worst, <laughs> my worst my enemy. Own worst enemy. Yeah, I thought about it too. Yeah. Oh God. Sorry, you were in the army. Yeah, in Maryland. I'm back in Maryland, so I'm not as I'm not quite as much of a degenerate because um, there are certain things that aren't legal in the United States <laughs> <laughs> that are that were legal in, in <laughs> legal overseas, uh, allegedly, allegedly. Oh boy. Oh, uh, boys. 97, 98, transitional time for me. Um, 98 is going to be, I think, a shit show. I'm I don't a, I really haven't looked ahead much. I haven't either. Anvil, I haven't either. I don't think Anvil released an album in 98. I, I just have to say, I mean. Well, thank any, fuck. Any, anybody listening out there, I mean, if you were, you know, roughly our age, you know, or, you know, 20-somethings in the mid to late 90s. I mean, do yourself a favor and just go back and, and listen to some of that shit that you were listening to back then. It will blow your mind, the stuff that came out. Yeah, and it, it, it really it blows my mind. One thing that blows my mind about it is how well some of the stuff is held up. Yes. And how poorly some of it is held up. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, let's finish this up, and we'll finish it up the way we always do. Bill, what was your favorite album in 97? Out of everything I named, it, I Anvil. think... No, I think I, it's close. It's very close. But actually, out of everything, I think uh, it's, it's just tough because I want to say Aerosmith Nine Lives. Okay. But I really think it was it was probably out of the list that I had Metallica Reload. Okay. Oh, nice respectable. One. Respectable. Yeah. yeah. I already know. Yeah. I already know Jim. Color and the shape. Foo Fighters. The, yep. The Foo, the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters. That's the worst Christopher Walken. I've I know ever that heard. was bad. That was a little high pitched. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tackled in my throat. So that was, uh, you know, 
of course Jim is going to pick the Foo Fighters. You know, he might as well have Dave Grohl's nutsack on his fucking chin. Damn, damn. Ooh, ooh, He's swinging ooh, ooh, from it. You a you, meat rider. Hey, you guys were just bonding over fucking ska music. He's, yeah, how, but, how's it go away that quick? But he's a meat rider. <laughs> Fucking beat right ass, oh. and it's it should be obvious. My favorite album in '97, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Let's face it, uh, it's it's just so much fun. It's a, it's th- that like you listen to Umbop to get in a good mood, Bill. Yeah. If you need a pick me up, you listen to Umbop. I will listen to. Let's face it. Right. I will listen to this album. I'll throw on the impre- the song, the impression that mm-hmm. I get. And I'm like, and just the lyrics to the song make me happy. <coughs> but I, I mean, it was a strange year for music. A lot of change, and we're gonna see even more change coming up. Oh shit! So, I'm afraid to see what '98 brings. Yeah, don't be scared. We we live through it. We can relive it. <laughs> I'll try. I'll start tomorrow. Yeah, flat boy, wait till tomorrow. <laughs> wait, that was 95 or 96. Oh, yeah. uh, shit. So that was 1997, gang. Uh, next week, we're going to do 98. We only have three more years to go, and then we're going to stop this, and we're going to get back to uh, some other nonsense. We got some ideas in the works. Yes. Uh, until some clown shoe says, let's do 2001. No, that'll be no. fuck. If anybody does, it'll be fucking No, well, we got to take a break from this. This, yeah. is, this is a lot like homework. It is this homework. Is a, yeah, but it's fun homework. It is fun. Wait, hang on. I do want to break. I do want to break a little something off that I talk, we talked about in the group chat, and I want to throw it out to everybody. Because what we want to do is once a month, we want to have a movie review. We all sit, we watch, we, not together, essentially. Not holding hands. <laughs> not holding hands. Or in Jim's case. Putting hold, holes in the popcorn bag. Right. Not putting holes in a popcorn bag, but we all, we pick a movie and we watch the movie. Uh, the way we, that we're going to do it is it's going to be on a rotating basis. Yep. Week, like week one, Jim picks week two, or not month, not week, but yeah, month yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. We, you get the idea. Yeah. If there's any movies that you guys think that we should watch... Drop us a line. Yes. Drop us a line and let us know. Message us on the Facebook page. Yes. You can find us on Facebook. Oh, no, not them on Facebook. You can email us. Oh, no, not them pod at gmail.com. You could drop us a line. You could hit us up on Twitter. Look us up on Twitter. Oh, no, not them. We haven't done the plugs in a while, and I'm not going to say MySpace. I was waiting for it. (laughs) You could. I have to make a MySpace page. Can you still do that? Yeah, it's still around. Oh shit! No, no, no. What's we should do one? What what, what can our our profile song be? It's not. It's should not, be, It's not like MySpace anymore. It's it's like a place for for musicians. I think. Yes. Well, what the hell do you think we are? Not a fucking musician. Speak for yourself. Well, yeah. Bill what plays too. Are you having a? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next week we're going to do 1998. Bill's having a mi- a mild crisis here. Um, fuck. Uh, son of a bitch. Until next week. This has been Ona, not them. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Eric. I'm Bill. I'm Jim. See you later, motherfuckers. <laughs>